0: I love movies. Gosh, I love movies. I love watching them, and I love making them.
1: Well, welcome, everybody, to the House 6 Movie Podcast, our movie podcast about movies. This week, we are going on Epic and We're going to talk about The Green Knight. And uh, the latest from the Pete Dragons director, and we're also going to talk about Nick Cage's next fun movie, which was Pig. So you fun before to we fun describe
2: do... that movie. Yeah. Okay. Fair <laughs> enough.
0: Is... Oh, we'll get to it. Um, now let's meet the hosts. We got Jared, who doesn't need a pig to find truffles under his bed. Yeah. No. no?
3: Just under your bed? I, I just I just take a bite out of the earth, like like in that movie. Can you find them? I don't even it, use a knife. I just go. Arr. <laughs> Arr. Speaking of that pig, Alex is
1: our resident pig expert. Have you ever had your pig kidnapped, Alex?
4: No, and to be totally honest, I don't. I have no idea what a truffle is. That whole movie, I was like, "What's a truffle?"
1: We the will explain it to you. Yeah, it's like we'll a fancy there. mushroom. We'll yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, and then we got Thomas, who has started an Uber-like company using naked giants. Why? Oh
5: <laughs> <laughs> well, it's they're like traveling billboards, so it's so easy. <laughs>
3: <laughs> they're his largest demographic.
5: Yeah, exactly. Ha
4: ha. That that was gold, man. That was great from both of you, Ari. <laughs> great,
3: man.
1: Finally, we have Michael, who once chopped the head off a plaid knight on St. Patrick's Day. How did that turn out, Michael?
2: <laughs> plaid night? No, what? You got to some backstory to plaid knights and St. Patrick's Day fighting. You did it. What is happening here? I was drunk. It was St. Patrick's Day. What do you think?
4: <laughs> well, and if it's on St. Patrick's Day... Did you Saint not Patrick's read that Day, poem, too? <laughs> if it's on St. Patrick's Day, wouldn't the night still be green? Like, I don't... Oh,
2: he's he's anti-St. Patrick's Day.
1: He wasn't Irish, he was Scottish, and that's why he came <laughs> and he chopped his head off. <laughs> he was uh, defending yeah. the Ireland. Okay. Right,
5: St. Patrick got them snakes out of Ireland. There you go.
1: <laughs> Alright, let's go to the trailers. The newest. Um, uh, let's go with the biggest. How about Dune? What do you guys think?
2: It was a long trailer.
3: Yeah. I didn't need to see that much. Yeah
5: that trailer is as long as that worm the alaskan worm i'm so excited about this are you more hyped or less hyped i'm more hyped man like the fact that we got to see stellan skarsgård as baron harkonnen dude he looks so awesome the harkonnens look great because they have like the sardaukar dressed in in the harkonnen livery it's gonna be awesome and you got, you got Dave Batista as, as the beast Raban. I don't know who's going to play Fade Ralpha. They haven't like said anything about that he's yet. So we'll see. I'm, 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 I'm so excited right now. Uh, I'm a little, I'm a little worried about the Duncan Idaho and the Gurney thing because Gurney's my favorite character from the book. I'm afraid <sighs> they're going to put more in with Duncan Idaho. So we'll see. Um, but man, this looks fuck. Oh, this looks great. Yeah, I didn't say yeah, it. I didn't it say what? it.
3: Oh, oh. Didn't, say what? it. didn't say it. He said it looked I fun. Jesus. It looked
5: fun. Jesus. I'm so hyped. This I'm looks so funky looks, fun. Okay. Who's cursing now, Michael? Come mm-hmm. on.
0: Um, yeah, I Still me, but easy. still.
5: <laughs>
1: it I still back, looks great. I'm so excited. I went back and watched... The first trailer in this trailer blows that trailer. Out yeah,
2: this is a property. much better trailer, but it showed too much. I didn't need yeah. to see that much.
1: Uh, it's supposed to be a very long movie. In- True. Yeah. <laughs> it showed a lot, but
4: still, like, as someone who doesn't know anything about Dune, like, it did reveal some things. Still... There, there's, like, well, there's all s- these people. I'm like, what's this weird slug guy that's raising? And,
3: if, if I had yeah. my way, it would just be a shot of the worm, and then say like Dune, and then... There you go.
5: That's Go it. to the movie I'm in <laughs> okay, okay, boy. so like even even in the book though they give away like the first like plot of like the first part of the book like in the first chapter, really but so, so I don't really have that a problem you're, With you're, it. there's
2: not like book trailers there's not
5: someone reading it to you over the over YouTube <laughs> but I'm talking like in the first in the first I, 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 chapter, I, I they know. give away basically I, I hear the hear first that. part of the book I hear that so oh, the that. trailer doesn't really bother me that much There's first a lot of
1: stuff. There's a lot of stuff going on in Dune, like not just the stuff we saw. There's like all this backstory and stuff like that. So I don't know if they'd show too much because there's because it rumor is this is just like the first part of Dune. Like they're gonna do the first part, yeah. Yeah, they're gonna do like a second movie to finish it. So
5: cool. This is like the fall of like the house, and then I think they're doing the Batlarian jihad in the next. One, I don't know because it showed like Paul Trades and his in the the weirding uh combat, yeah. which is supposed to be further in, but
3: this is just Midgar, they're gonna get out of Midgar here in a bit. <laughs>
5: <laughs> Although, they did it's have, like, I'm, I'm
3: really excited,
2: bad like uh Mark Ruffalo graphics on him in the suit, though.
1: Didn't they like the suit.
2: He, like the, the, the suit's suit. fine, oh. but his, his face and I agree. Like his flow in the iron—I like, agree—in uh, the whole, Hulk, yeah. Buster outfit, or whatever,
5: it looked terrible. Oh, okay. I agree. But. All
1: right, let's move on to a different house. House of Gucci. What do you guys think of this one? Gucci. This
5: I, looks weird. I, I mean,
2: weird. none of these trailers cool. looked less than great to me. All these—I was going to say. So
4: I was going to say this is a first on this podcast because, like, we all these trailers. I don't know if great, but because. The last trailer I watched, and we'll get to it, I didn't think it was necessarily great, but yeah. they're all really good. Like, this is very unusual. But I yeah, didn't really like this fun.
1: trailer, though. You're dead, You're you didn't really? No. It just looks,
5: like... looks, looks kind of nuts. It's going to be yeah. nuts.
1: I'm excited. Too much Lady Gaga or something. There's so much Adam Driver today. <laughs> I was so excited. <laughs>
6: yes. Yes.
4: <laughs> well, everyone in this trailer doesn't look like them, though. Like I know. Lady Gaga, yeah. the way she acts, yeah. she pulls off like can... at least in my ignorant ignorance of Italians, she seems to pull off an Italian and Singer like boy. Jared Leto is yeah. completely unrecognizable. So anyway, I-, I think this looks very fun. Calm down, pepper hands.
2: Yeah.
3: All right, let's go no. one. That I definitely Italians, did. you have to have yo yo. Just just dust my wets, bro. <laughs> Whoa.
1: Let's go to one that I actually didn't think I liked, so I could get your guys' opinion. And this was the card counter. Yeah,
6: this this
4: was this was my least favorite trailer. Yeah, least favorite, sure, but this looks interesting. It does. It does look interesting. But it's like it's one of those where it's like, what is this movie? Like, is this a Mm -hmm. uh, a war post traumatic stress movie? Is he in he's in jail? It's everywhere. But who knows? We'll see.
5: Like why can't that 80 lady act in that trailer? <laughs> <laughs> what lady? The one he's talking to, who like obviously is not, yeah, not a very good actress.
1: My no. issue with it is like the backgrounds, like look like they were virtual, 80? like
5: yeah,
1: it, it looks so fake. It looked like Birdemic or something. <laughs> I was like, what the? Heck? Did they? They have no budget for this movie? Did they spend it all on? Oscar Isaacs or whatever? So that was my
0: issue with the trailer. No. Anyone else? No. Here's one I thought looked interesting is No Man of
1: God.
2: That yeah.
0: looked
1: very cool, if you guys think.
2: Which one was that one? That's the... Yeah, uh, Ted Wood Ted Elijah Wood. Oh, yeah, Ted yeah, Bundy. dude. That looked so good. Oh, my gosh. That looks it so has intriguing. The, it man. was
5: kind of... It was kind of weird about the same producers as Mandy and the color out of space. Yeah, it didn't give off that same vibe.
4: Yeah, well, I was, oh. a, I was a, there was a knock against it for sure. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but like the guy who plays Ted Bunny is in Marvelous Mrs. Maisel,
0: he's really good. He's so oh, good. is he? Yeah, I didn't know. I didn't
1: like he actually
4: it. plays the only, as far as I know, the only like character that's based on a real person, like in real life.
1: Oh, he plays the comedian. He plays yeah, Bruce. Yeah, yeah Bruce okay. Do. Okay. So, let's go to an interesting trailer. This was Lamb. <laughs> Is
6: that
0: interesting. That? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I I'm know so. This I'm, movie is gonna be good.
1: One. I know it's gonna be good, but it looks so stupid. It's, <laughs> it's gonna be so. <laughs> un-
2: I'm not gonna be able to look at a sheep ever again, man. It's gonna be so unsettling, dude.
5: I, I'm gonna change sheep. Forever. I love Númi Rapace She's she's such a good actress, and I'm glad they put her in like in like a horror movie In like a an Icelandic folklore horror movie from 824. Is it? I'm what? so excited. What a good like, trailer!
3: Like, because it lulls you in with that music and like. It's yeah. a happy little sheep, sheep baby man, and then it's like that's no normal sheep baby man. <laughs> that's not a baby. <laughs> <laughs> and like all it, the other sheep are gosh. like, "Whoa, that
4: guy's crazy!" Yeah. It,
5: it goes. I, just, back and... I I love it when I, I just love it when she shouts at it yeah.
1: uh, at uh, the at the other at the sheep go, or
5: sorry the <laughs> yeah the what is it called the ram to go away. I, I love that part.
0: Go away. <laughs>
4: This trailer goes back and forth, though. Like Jared said, it starts off all oh, sheep, baby, and then it goes like horror. And then all of a sudden, this the happiest music in the world happens. <laughs> and she's like skipping around holding the human baby sheep's hand. It's very strange.
3: Okay, but I'm all in. How freaked out would you be if that happened in real life? Yeah. You give, you're, you're there to witness a baby lamb, and it's like a human. You're like, what? Who is doing what?
5: Well, for me, <laughs> I'm just what? like. I, I... If I was like Numi Repace, I'd be looking at my husband like. Um, whoa, 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 whoa. I'd
4: Hold
5: be looking like,
2: I'd be the husband looking at her and like, yo, what you been doing?
4: I've seen this trailer twice. Yeah. And I don't I guess I missed this. Like, she gives she gives birth to the baby lamb? No, no, no. no, no, no.
1: I'm the just saying why it's half human.
4: Because yeah. I only thought that it was like a weird artistic choice near the end where it was like half human. I didn't even notice that at the beginning it being like half human type of uh, thing. Interesting. Mm. Oh, I gotta watch it again. <laughs>
1: Do it. And our final trailer is The Last Duel.
2: This is my this favorite trailer. This looks awesome. This looks so good. Oh my glob. Is it so... not
1: weird seeing like Ben Affleck and Matt Damon as knights yeah. though? <laughs> it's like, like the- Ben Affleck was in this <laughs> Yeah, i know it's matt
2: damon but dude this looks so good i'm totally in on this trailer it looks great
4: man every the visuals that the, is the like the tone oh, they set i'm like please so hold good. that tone hold that tone and well and drip feed it cool, to me what's cool about the trailer is they kind of tell you what the movie's about they do and you kind of get what's going to happen but as far as i could tell they didn't tell you what she did yeah
2: which well, is cool. It kind of hints at well
4: Right, hinted, well, he had said Adam Driver yeah. showing up and that maybe he tried to rape her or something, and maybe she said no, and then she accused him, and I think she's lying. But I, yeah, I guess that's I love, true.
2: I love, I love just that whole like puzzle you got to try and figure out through, you
5: know, the whole movie. back. are like, yeah. oh, yeah, oh, yeah, it's gonna be good. I'm in, looks great. I'm um, so, so this is from Ridley Scott. So, have you guys ever seen The Duelists? That was his uh, first one.
0: This is like first movie,
5: it's going full circle it's really good. It's with Harvey Keitel. It's about two uh, French duelists during the Napoleonic era. So I wonder if he's kind of going back to that, where it's just like a character story between the two. Be kind of cool. He just wants the budget to make what he wanted back then. (laughs) Well, I mean, I love Ridley Scott. Like he has like one of the best looking, he has some of the best looking movies of all time, in my opinion. But I, I think since CGI came out, I think he uses it a bit too much. Yeah. Um and I don't know. I, yeah. I like his character
2: now stories medieval, a lot. So
5: like there shouldn't be any aliens or anything like that. <laughs>
2: yeah. You never know.
5: Well, I mean, alien alien is one of my favorite movies, and that, that was him. Maybe,
0: uh, maybe an alien
1: will pop out. Maybe, maybe but the alien Night is is. an alien. <laughs> it,
5: they, they actually they actually wrote a book about the alien in medieval times. So Good. There we go. We got a hey, connection. Hey, Who is this, this they
4: were this, talking this about? This said it this said it was a true story, so you know, it's, gotta there you go. <laughs> it's <laughs> got to <laughs> be that story. It's not
3: true story. It, 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 since, since the <laughs> yeah, since, I know right.
2: Since the government let out that there are UFOs everywhere, people are like, "Oh, we can actually make these stories now cuz we won't get in trouble." So.
6: it's, legit. it's
1: Aliens. Okay. Let's go through the news uh anthony mackie and david harmer as you might know is captain america and uh red guardian they're gonna start a netflix movie called we have a ghost
2: oh that is a netflix marvel movie i was like why
5: (laughs) that's that would be news
1: so basically a movie where a guy moves in and it's got a ghost oh no boo
2: (laughs) boo Casper casper remake Except the uh, Rock. Harbor plays Casper. <laughs> he's just a big <laughs> big baby <laughs> Casper.
1: The Rock says he's not gonna be in fast ten or eleven, so don't count on it.
2: Don't count on it. Hmm. Yeah, they also said Han was dead.
5: Spoilers. Oh.
1: <laughs> everybody
5: <laughs> everybody comes back eventually. Yeah, stay away. The
1: and, uh, all the dope does. In an IGN interview, Neil Blomkamp says District Ten will be based on American history and is being written right now. Uh, he also worked on a secret horror movie, which is coming out in August, which I think they just had a trailer for. It. I can't remember what it's called. Um, and then he's also working on a multiplayer shooter with Godzilla.
0: So fair enough. Very busy guy. Let's pause. like oh,
3: pause. pause real fast. I know we don't really tangent on this podcast, but I had to. I have to bring something out real fast. Um, I'm sure most of us saw the Candyman trailer during our yeah, theater, yeah. theater visit. Didn't you used to have to only say his name three times? Why'd they up it to five? I always thought it was three. Did they do five?
4: Wait, I think on the trailer they said three.
3: No, they said five in the trailer. They said five. <laughs> yeah, five. I I honestly I'm, I'm toned more... <clears> out like
2: two seconds into it. So
5: I'm wondering if they're... They're doing that because they want to like go I, away from like the Bloody Mary thing. Because Bloody a, Mary's it, three times. Here's my you know, theory you know,
3: someone you know. has a trademark on the three times for Bloody Mary. Uh,
5: so,
2: or Candyman. so I'm thinking
3: they had to up it to
2: five. It's Michael Keaton. He's just holding it. Can't say the name three times.
1: Hey, why don't you go watch Candyman and tell us how many times?
0: It is? <laughs> <laughs> okay.
1: Are we going back? Unpause. Yeah, continue.
4: Unpause. Untangent.
1: <laughs> so, Le- Leslie Grace, she was in The Heights, um, that movie In The Heights. Uh, she was cast as Batgirl for the HBO Max movie. So there's your Batgirl.
0: Okay, cool. And did anybody Marvel, see In The Heights? I did not.
4: I keep forgetting, to. Is that the musical one?
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Marvel, they're going to start their own in-house animation studio, so... Hopefully, oh. their animation looks better because it usually looks like crap. <laughs> <laughs> uh, even in the shows I like, it looks like crap. Um, Jordan Peele's next movie is titled Nope,
2: <laughs>
1: which I thought was awesome. Oh yeah, does <laughs> have a sequel to Yup. We <laughs> can only hope. That's a cool uh, poster too. It's like a evil cloud with like ribbons hanging out of it. So
5: Nope. Evil pretty Cloud, cool.
1: yeah. Evil Cloud movie, um, like on Freakazoid. Um, Jungle Cruise sequel is being discussed at Disney. Huh?
0: Did it are, you well? about the,
4: are you talking about the
2: ride or the movie? It did well. <laughs> the
0: movie.
2: <laughs> yeah, like thirty million each yeah. on and Disney Plus. Wow. So,
1: Dragon Ball Super's next movie is called. Dragon Ball Super Superhero. Oh.
3: <laughs> great oh. Sea Man. Oh, yeah. Great Sea <laughs> <Saiyaman.
4: laughs> Oh, what are you talking what? about? That's like the best character. <laughs> what?
1: Did that make a whole movie of Great Sea Man?
4: That'd be awesome. <laughs> oh. But I uh I super don't care about this movie. So Dang. Wow. i just wow. I just haven't seen Super.
1: So That's why Lucasfilm hired uh, the deep fake YouTuber named Shamuk, I think is how you say his name.
2: To yeah. uh, they hired him because his because he did better than his,
1: he did. <laughs> yeah, his Mandalorian yeah. look looked better than theirs. So that's so funny, that's crazy. Did, didn't they have him on Cordor
5: Digital to do that? I oh. don't Did anybody see that? Yeah.
4: No, I don't think I saw that one. Maybe but that's you, you guys have seen, do you guys see that Deadpool Free Guy trailer?
0: Yeah, yeah, where he's like... They, like,
4: depict right. his face on that buff guy? It looked horrible. Yeah, they yeah, need to hire mad. him for that. Cool. <laughs> <laughs>
1: hire him for everything. Uh, James Gunn has talked to DC about future projects, so they wanted him to do Superman, really? but he didn't want to do it's it. That's right,
4: yeah. So I say let him do it. I haven't even seen Suicide Squad yet, but
0: I don't let him do it.
5: I don't know if he'd be right for Superman.
0: Yeah, no, I don't I, d- so, I don't mean either.
5: Superman. I mean just DC.
0: Yeah.
5: Oh, just DC? Yeah. yeah. He should do a Buster Gold movie. Or Booster Gold, Gold. sorry.
1: Unless he did, like, Bizarro. A Bizarro Superman
5: (laughs) would That would be cool, actually.
1: Uh, Studio, which I'm guessing means New Line. They wanted to kill off one of the hobbits. They wanted Peter Jackson to kill off one of those hobbits. (laughs) And the guy that... is it Mary? I think the guy that played Mary was like, it was gonna be me,
2: because yeah. <laughs> very true. It would have been You can't kill Pippin because everyone be like, oh that's sad, but no one really cares. Yeah. But, and you can't kill Frodo or Sam because they gotta make it to the end and then you, yeah, so it's gotta go to it. be it's Mary because all he does is hit your <laughs> ride in yeah.
1: the <laughs> I actually feel like
4: killing a Frodo would have been the most that would make sense. Yeah, it's, it's too obvious.
1: obvious
0: yeah. yeah. Just push it him does. in
1: that lava. Yeah. Is
4: that in the books? Like, why did they want that? Like, No,
1: it's not in the books. Yeah. They wanted it just so... Because they thought it would be more dramatic.
2: Because <sighs> they want creative control when they don't...
1: The
5: whole movie's dramatic. It. They don't need more. <laughs> That's yeah. true. That's very true. Yeah. true. <laughs> it's
0: very little death in that movie. Like...
5: Yeah. Just a handful of them. Yeah.
6: And
0: then one that it uh, doesn't.
1: Then... The guy that runs Netflix says he's going to do everything he can to get Chris Nolan's next film, which I say, no, Chris, you Chris, stand your ground. Chris isn't going to do that because he already no said that he hates There's no way he's going
2: to do that. that. Don't go to theaters.
1: Yeah, he hates. If he does, stuff. that'd be really
2: sad because he like, made a big uh, yeah, deal about you it. You
1: will see a grown man cry if this
2: happens.
3: He'll <laughs> live long enough to be the villain. Yeah,
2: there you go. Yeah, he's rich oh, enough. Oh. He's talking about himself. Dude, you know how many memes there would be of that?
4: Yeah. <laughs> Everywhere,
5: um, so yeah, a... just buys Chris Nolan or Christopher Nolan, he's gotta be he's rich, straight up buys him, him.
1: him. Yeah, he, he loves film too much, so I don't think it'll happen. Uh, the Cohen brothers look like they're splitting up because Ethan Cohen says he doesn't really want to make movies anymore, so dang, dang, yeah, that. Uh... <laughs> but Joe Cohen. Still... I remember.
5: I, I remember when Joel was like directing that solo project, and everybody's like, What? Mm-hmm. What's going on? And he's doing
1: another one. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, so like, in...
5: like, Buster, like Buster Scruggs would be like their last one, wouldn't it?
0: Yeah.
1: Maybe the Netflix thing. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, Bob Odenkirk, everyone's favorite lawyer from TV. Oh, my God. Uh, he confirmed that he suffered a heart attack. <laughs> So mm-hmm. we, we um during the filming of uh, Better Call Saul, so he was the star of Nobody this year, which I still need to see because I oh, want to see better. that. Yeah, uh, see that. So hopefully he's doing great now and we wish him luck. Yeah. So I, I was going to say
4: that like every time that, you know, people talk about like a celebrity dies or something happens and it's like, everyone's, you know, all up in arms and, you know, fair enough. But, but, I'm always kind of thinking like, well, you don't actually know these people. It's yeah. sad, of course. But I can't deny that when I saw that he collapsed on like Instagram or whatever, like my heart and my stomach sunk, sank both of them. I was just like, oh, my God, no. It yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah.
4: surprised me how much I was like, no, please.
1: Anyway. Okay. Um, what, um, Marvel has this What If show coming out. It's like the Marvel it? stories. And they say one of the storylines had to be rejected because it was half the plot of Guardians Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, really? I mean. Yeah. Um, and then finally, Scarlett Johansson is suing Disney for Black, the Black Widow release. And last time I heard Emma Stone was considering it too. I think she might be doing it now. Um, so they're not happy because it went to Disney Plus same day, so they didn't make as much or the contract says they need, they get to make as much as the box office numbers, so they weren't mm-hmm. too happy about that.
5: Wait, who Emma Stone suing too? Maybe, yeah.
0: I, yeah, sure. and Kevin Feige's pissed too. But... Yeah,
4: good stand up against Disney. You know, good. <laughs> Don't <laughs> fight, fight, fight man. Mickey. Don't fight, the fight man. Mickey. That,
6: Mickey. Mickey. <laughs> <laughs> <He's laughs> man.
4: Mickey's like, guys, you gotta put a stop to this. They're coming for us. You him <laughs> I'd love to see him have a boardroom. <laughs>
5: like, Mickey Mouse is Mickey odd watched, like, like... wanna
2: well, lock the door?
4: <laughs>
5: just, just watch. There's like an episode of South Park where he does that. <laughs> oh god! He just
4: goes in everyone' like offices. And he's like,
6: burn this, shred this.
1: <laughs> <laughs> pretty much, yeah. Many, where's my shotgun? Victory is mine. You oh, would like to hear a whole podcast where we just talk in Mickey's voice? Yes, yes. Follow us live on Instagram at Hell Six Movie Podcast, on Twitter at Hell Six Movie Pod, and also if you're listening to this on Spotify or Apple Music or whatever that thing is called, um, yeah. give us some upvotes or stars or whatever they have on there, so so we can be found for our great Mickey impressions. <laughs> burn, burn everything! Burn everything!
0: <laughs>
3: That's great. All right, are you ready to introduce us to Pig? Yeah, I guess so. Boink, boink. <laughs> okay. So, Pig is the latest film for Nicolas Cage, who I think we all love. Alex is a little bit on the fence. Yeah. Um, it's directed by Michael Sarnowski, and it is about this man who's in the woods with his pig, Truffle Pig. And a truffle is a type of fungi. It's a fancy mushroom, Alex. Okay. Um, Live the bar in your notes. And they're actually they're pretty hard to find, so they're pretty expensive. Um, so keep that in mind. So this guy is out there, just he's kind of just living out there with his pig, finding truffles, taking bites out of the earth, and then um, you find out that he has a. He's kind of a supplier. He gives these truffles to this young uh, restaurateur up and coming. And uh, they have kind of a deal where he gives them the truffles. and Actually, I don't know what he gets in return. (laughs) Oh, I think he gets groceries. Yeah, he gets groceries. Provides for him, basically. And then one night, they're just going to bed. They're just putting on their jammies, going Mimi's. And um, the pig gets taken. Someone comes and, um, takes the pig, roughs him up, knocks him out, wakes up, no pig. How's how's he going to find those truffles? Um, so he wanders down to the nearest town and to this diner, and he's like, I need to use your phone. And they're like, okay. And actually, no, she's like, are you going to pay? And he's like, of course not. Look at me. (laughs) Because he's all homeless looking. And, um... So, so he calls the dude, he calls his, sub- oh, go ahead. I was uh, whatever that scene
2: started, I was like, I don't know why I feel like we're in the gunpowder milkshake bar again, and I'm like, <laughs> we're not allowed to have weapons in here. What's going on? <laughs> I don't know why I got that vibe when they went back in there.
3: So he calls um that young restaurateur, and he's like, um, help me find this pig. And he's like, why would I help you find this pig? And he's like, because I give you the truffles. And um, so they go look for the pig. Their first stop is this, like, these druggies, and they're like, where's the pig? And they're like, we don't know, man. We gave it to some rich guy. And they're like, dang it. So they go into the city, Portland, and um, the next stop they make is um, this main dude. What was his name? Did he have a name? Yeah, he did, because they
1: kept name-dropping him.
3: Yeah. Well, Nicholas (laughs) Cage's character... um, Oh, he's He's up. got connections. He's like, I know a guy. So they go see this guy. And um, he's like, you don't belong here anymore. So, and uh, he's like, but I want my pig. And um, anyway, I'm going to I'm going to speed through this because this will take forever. I keep doing. Yeah. This shit.
6: <laughs>
3: so anyway, they're going to go look. F- it's just him looking for his pig. And then eventually they find out spoilers for everything we talk about the restaurant uh, father paid some druggies to get him that pig. And a whole lot of drama happens during this pig search. Um, I freaking love this movie. Um One thing I wanted to say, one thing the first thing I wanted to say was I didn't know there was this underground fight club for chefs. <laughs> I would still be in the restaurant game if this was true, because that <laughs> looks <laughs> fun. Be up your early, huh? So, so <laughs> I'm just in the theater eating my popcorn, which I'm trying to eat like, quietly, because it's kind of a quiet film in the beginning. So I'm like, crunch, crunch. And then that scene comes on. I was like, is this where this is going? Yeah. <laughs> fight club with chefs? I love this. Um, it doesn't go that way, but this film is still awesome. Um, is it really Fight Club or is it, like, beat the crap out it's of like,
6: Don't Yeah. for contest. money? Yeah. <laughs> I, think it, I
3: think it's, I think he says that, um, they fight for jobs. And mm. then, um, since he didn't want a job, he just got the crap beat out of them to get some information. And uh, his name is Robin Feld. In this movie. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. right. Um... Also in this was uh, who's who's the restaurateur, but it's that actor Uh Alex Wolf. He's the co-star, and in... this is the first film I I actually enjoyed him. Usually I don't like him as an actor, but in this film I feel like he did a really good job. What's um, he been in? I don't even know. He's in Hereditary, he isn't in...
5: he? He was in Sons of Anarchy too. Oh,
3: he was yeah. in, uh, in Jumanji, life. and he's <laughs>
5: yeah.
3: And then he's an old. Um, uh,
0: once. Oh. I... You cut out. We like lost the thing, you and, Um. After you said once, you froze. I think you're frozen again.
2: Now you're
3: unfrozen. Are you, uh, are
0: you talking to me? Yeah. yeah, yeah you <laughs> yeah.
2: froze for that whole thing.
3: Oh okay. Um, my favorite scene in this film is probably when they're at the restaurant. They're, like his old restaurant. And they talk to the new they talk to the new head chef. And he's like, why do you cook? And he's like, What do you mean? This is prestigious. I'm doing it for the people. He's like, they don't care about you. And he just like, he's like, they don't care about you. You don't care about what you're doing. Why are you doing this? What about that pub you talked about when you worked for me? And he's like, pubs, they, they don't give you money. There's no point in opening a pub. And he's like, you he used to love to cook, man. <laughs> He used to overboil my noodles. <laughs> What's happening, man? What's wrong with you? <laughs> and that so, see, he
1: destroys that. Mean that man. That he, that is more entertaining than not anything I have ever seen. <laughs> from, like Gordon Ramsay, he, he just like <laughs> yeah. totally just decimates that guy. But not even what? in a mean way. In like yeah. a minute, in
4: a minute and a half, he like just he cuts to the heart of what this guy is messing up on. <laughs> Well, he like uh,
5: obviously like cared about this guy too, like, uh, and it's almost like physically hurting Cage to eat this crappy food. Well, like, oh,
3: I, I love uh, Cage's uh, character because he's like when they first introduce um, each other, he's like, "You probably don't remember me." He's like, "I remember everyone who's ever worked for me and who has ever in every dish I've ever made." Yeah. I was like, "Dang!" Um, <laughs> but um, this movie's been com- this movie's been compared to John Wick a lot cuz obviously like an an animal is taken or killed and they want revenge. And I totally see it cuz and there's even like it, it it even takes the structure because there's like a like a mini boss and a big boss. I and know. your mini boss was that head chef and your big boss was the dude's dad. And the way that he defeats that main boss is that in the story him and his dad don't have the best relationship because um because of the the mom she kind of he says that she took her life but you find out she's like in a, co- a coma so there's kind of um this rift between them but he says the best time they ever had was going to uh, Robin's restaurant and eating a meal from him and so the way he defeats the boss the main bad guy is he he recreates that um he recreates that meal and once he eats that meal he just breaks down cuz he remembers all the feelings he had back then he remembers his wife at her happiest and i was like when they were preparing the meal i was like oh dang that's 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 harsh bro <clears throat> <laughs> and um i don't know i just really love this movie um i probably have more to say but i am i have to think over it, um, so I'll have to hear what you guys are saying. I'll chime in, and I'm going to throw it to Alex. Alrighty, alrighty.
4: I'm totally with you. I think this is hands down my favorite movie this year so far, Like, mm-hmm. and it shocked me, because, you know, Nick Cage, I enjoy him, but he's a bit too much for me sometimes. Like, Color Out of Space, that's really that's really it. That's, that's the movie that really made me, like, <laughs> iffy on him. <laughs> but... <laughs> And that movie... great tomato sink. <laughs> no. Right. And, and Thomas putting that on his top ten last year really solidified it. I was like, how dare you? <laughs> um, so this movie is so surprising. Like, who would have thought? I mean, it looked really cool. It looked more like, I don't know, more serious in a different way from the trailer. Like, it looked almost like it could be. Venturing into horror for me, maybe I don't know, maybe not, but but uh yeah, everything about this movie, like that whole it, it I was with you here what it was like it gets into this underground fight club for like chefs, and I was like, This is awesome, and then they don't even mention it later. It's like that's just like a mysterious world that exists.
3: Which and, even heightens it because it's so mysterious and so like just like does that exist? Was that a it's, dream? Like exactly so it, awesome.
4: Not only that, but it in, it's heightened by that one character, the only character, pretty much, in this entire movie. that seems to have like a grudge against Rob, like it's that other chef guy that like won't let him in at first, and then later Doesn't he sneaks his, in or whatever.
1: What did he give him? Was that like <laughs> fish <Huh>? and chips <laughs> or uh, something? No, I have no idea.
4: But like, what what did this guy do to this guy? Did he? Is it because he left and he looked up to him? Who knows? I think that's probably it. Um, yeah. And then it ventures into just like, like, I, I almost cried like four times in this movie. I was like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> like, like the, the revelation of the, uh, of, to the guy that that's the meal that he ate with his wife. It was just like, holy yeah. crap. Yeah, And, uh, and I was telling Michael and Thomas, cause we went and saw this together and it's like this movie seems to be all about kind of like avoidance of grief, like that everyone's avoiding their grief in this movie. I think even Nick cage, he's avoiding, you know, with the whole tape that he's going to listen to at the beginning of the movie, he's avoiding listening to it. Cause he's avoiding his grief and same with the other dad head guy of all this business stuff. Like he's just pouring himself into work, trying to, which is kind of interesting because you, there is an argument that he's not a bad dad because he is trying to toughen up his son. Well, he does say that he doesn't think that it's possible really that he thinks his son can't handle it, but it's almost like he's trying to do the right thing for his son, but he's not being there for him. And I think that that's also because it's a reminder of how his wife is in a coma and all that stuff. And, um, but yeah, it seems like the theme of this is that you have that acceptance of what happened. You, you you address your grief at the end of the movie, or at least most people do. I mean, even the main, even the son kind of does, because like the whole movie, he's kind of avoiding his grief of not having a father figure really there by like going into business and like trying to, you know, trying to become a man without his dad. And, uh, and then at the end, he realizes that that, you know, it's not gonna satisfy him to me, it seems. But um and like Nick Cage with the pig, like you know, he obviously loved the pig, but the movie wasn't about him getting the pig back. It was get him like with his wife to me. That was like really the main thread. Um trying to think of anything else. Uh yeah, that's it. I'm gonna throw it to Joe.
1: Yeah. Well, wow, I'm going to second you. I also thought this was probably the best movie I've seen this year. Uh, it was just, what a movie, man. It was so great. Um, I totally went into it ready for John Wick. I was like, okay, yeah. he, they stole his pig. He's going to start shooting up Portland or whatever. <laughs> I'm find that pig, man. But it's totally not that movie. It's just like, it's just awesome. This movie is like the closest thing you can get to like a book, like a movie being a book. It's just like wow, and um, (laughs) I think one of the biggest miracles this movie does is make me like that young guy character. Yeah, because at first I
3: hated him. I was like, when does this guy die? I can't see this (laughs) guy. he listens to the most like douchey like radio station uh classical music is the superior yeah why? It,
1: it, it's not just listening to classical music he's listening to someone describe classical music so it's like oh my god at the end of the movie i'm like totally for this guy i'm like man i hope these two guys just like team up and like take down the dad and whatever um and they, and it's just like so awesome that scene where they're cooking and he's like showing them how to cook and everything. And it's because you know that he wants he wants into this chef life. Um, and he wants to be in this restaurant business, but even though his dad pretty much, he, I think I don't know if he tells him that, but he's like, oh yeah, um, he'll fail, and then I'll give him a desk job, and then he'll make a lot of money and be happy or whatever. So. I think uh, his just his journey is just so awesome, and then you get like Nicolas Cage, who's like this old wise wizard, and he just like <laughs> he's just like showing this young guy like how it's done and everything. It's just like um uh sorry Thomas is making face. <laughs> uh, uh like we talked about that scene where he just destroys that poor guy. I mean that guy looked like he wanted to cry. <laughs>
6: <laughs> was he dumb, was crying.
4: It. What are you talking about? It, it looked like a guy that was like under a trance and he was coming out of it like by the end of it. It's like he mm-hmm. woke up. Yeah.
3: <laughs> He's like, I'm gonna go make a up What the heck am I doing?
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, I, was, I, was, like... I was I was dreading this movie because I really didn't want to see it, because I thought it was gonna be Nicolas Cage just being Nicolas Cage, like he was gonna freak out at some point or yeah, But he was, he, like, subtle acting throughout the whole thing, which I love. Yeah, I love that, too.
1: Yeah. And uh, what else could I say? I mean, you guys said a bunch of it. Um, I think the end was, like, pretty somber because he doesn't even get the pig back. He's just, like... Yeah. And you find out that he doesn't even need the pig to find the truffles. <laughs> He's just, like, I, lo- I love her. She's my pet, you know? That's why. Um, But, yeah. He so he suffers the loss of his wife, and he also suffers um, the loss of his pig. But at the end, you still get a sense that he's um he's gonna like turn his life around and maybe rejoin the world because he tells the guy that I'll see you on Thursday. So in my in my mind, in my fan fiction, they they team up and they start a restaurant empire. So <laughs> they join that fight club. The
0: extended fight novels. <laughs>
1: Uh, bike club. I I've seen like I think it was one of the Travel Channel shows where they actually have like restaurants where they have like a back door that you go into. Um, basically for like prohibition era where there's like oh, yeah. speakeasies back there. So I was like, oh, I, I've seen this, and then they start like punching. The guy of, it's like oh, I don't know what this is. <laughs> <laughs> And it's so great, because you just, did unexpected stuff happens. Like, I uh, like the scene where he visits his old house, and he just, like, sits down with that kid, which is totally not okay. <laughs> yeah. don't, let, don't let Nicolas Cage sit next to you. Don't let a
2: bloody homeless Nicolas Cage sit down on yeah. the couch.
1: But I thought it was just, like, a really sweet scene with him, and that kid's, like, playing that instrument, and it's really cool. He's like, what's a person in <laughs> It's like, um, Did your face hurt.
6: <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> um, I,
1: I don't know if I'm forgetting something, but I, I just this, I loved it, and I'm gonna hear from Michael next. So let's let's go, Michael. Oh,
2: this movie's so weird. <laughs> it's such an interesting movie. I definitely, I definitely, I definitely enjoyed it. Um, but I came out of it very like. It, it leaves such a weird taste in your mouth after you watch the movie because he's basically like sin cyn- truffles is the trouble. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's basically like cynicism and realism incarnate in a human being. Just going around to, like you said, destroying people like that freaking poor chef who just he was a successful man. And that guy just broke him to his being. It's trying to like get the message because you guys mentioned something earlier about. Um, I right, because you were talking about be like, it seemed like a revenge thing at the beginning with the pig. And I, I guess from the trailer, I just kind of got got the idea that they were going to learn about who this guy was. So I thought it was going to be like a uh, I guess that kind of aspect of John Wick, where you get in a bigger world and this weird like empire stuff. But it's such a it's such a it's I just didn't expect where it was going to go because the whole movie is basically about like I was saying earlier, accepting what's happened, or whatever, because no one's accepting what happened. Like like you talked about the tape in the end where he, he didn't want to play because it, cause it was the last thing he had. And if, if he doesn't play the tape, she's not dead, basically. And then the other guy, if he didn't oh, pull the plug, he's that. not dead. Or she's not dead, sorry. So the mom's not dead. It's like the only person that was accepting anything was the kid. And he just wanted a relationship. So he was kind of taking some weird father figure with a homeless guy. And then and I don't know, he just wanted a relationship with a person, really. Or to be accepted, really, is all he wanted. It was it's like I sold we told everyone after the movie, uh, or it was my cousins went with Alex and Thomas and I. And uh, I was just like, it was the most heartbreaking movie I think I've ever seen. Like, just everything about it was so down. But like you said, Joseph, you kind of feel a slight uptick at the end. It's like, there's neg- another chapter that you feel is there, but they don't tell it. But it's just kind of how that movie, like, the whole movie just kind of dragging you down the whole time. Like, everything oh, is bad. Duh, life sucks. Hey, you're doing, you're not doing what you want. This doesn't matter. This doesn't matter. I live in a hut. And then it gets the, I don't know. It's just, this was such an interesting movie. Um, I, I, I did, I loved because I, I wanted my cousins to go to this movie. Because they had never, they don't watch movies like this. Like all they watch is superhero movies, Star Wars, stuff like that. I'm like, you guys don't know what this movie is, and I really want you to go. So I was like to go, and my cousin Kobe had the funniest reaction on the planet. He's at, he gets out of the movie, and he's like, like you can just see his brain whirring. He's just like, oh,
5: very stripping. He, he's
2: he's doing this. He's like, he's like, I don't know what to think. I don't know how to feel. What is happening? I was like. I was like, this movie made- too
0: much.
2: <laughs> it was like, I threw, him in the, I threw him in the deep end of like thoughtful, provoking movies, and he's he's losing his mind outside. And so we're kind of talking because at first he was like, I didn't, I, I couldn't stand it. I didn't want any of that. And then we were talking, he's like, okay, yeah, I like that aspect. I like the relation. But what was this about? He he lost his mind as we're walking to the car. My favorite thing, he goes. I don't even think about this movie for months, man. <laughs> he gets in his car and leaves. I was like, that was the best reaction you could have had for this movie. But
5: that's yeah. what cinema's for. <laughs> it was, it,
2: I, I, I did. I really enjoyed this movie. It was a really well done movie. I don't really understand. Like you guys see you enjoyed the underground scene. I don't. It's more on the I don't get it side than I enjoyed it. I'm like, what is going on here? What, what is the purpose of this whole scene? But it was interesting. That's for sure. It kind of. Um, hinted at a bigger world but i don't know i, I enjoyed the movie this is this is where uh i almost like christopher nolan nicholas cage na- like is this is where you put him put him in a silent role put him in a role where mm-hmm. he's be controlled and control himself because he did he did <laughs> he, Jesus. he did he did so well you he not he's not there's yeah. one part where he yells at someone i can't remember what it was but he just goes like, ah, or like, that. Getting
5: that bike. Oh, yes. Getting that, that bike. So like- <laughs>
2: that's so what it was. He gets the <laughs> bike and he goes, he just rides off. You're like, that's your one, Nick. That's the director. He's like, that's your one. That's all you get. But he did such a fantastic job. Everyone's movie was great. But uh, yeah, it's a, you guys said basically everything else. So I'll, I'll throw it to Thomas. Let him close it out.
5: Me? Oh, thank you. No, you're the only uh, one. I had yeah, no choice. Yeah, this movie was fan- Oh. All right. Well, screw you. I leave the podcast. (laughs) All right. Nice movie. Um. So yeah, this movie was fantastic. Um. I really didn't see the trailer. I saw like a little bit of it, and I'm like, yeah, that's all you need to know, because I thought it was gonna be um, that Five Nights at Freddy's like thing that he did. Uh, what's it called? Willie's called Joe.
6: Willie's Willie's Wonderland. Wonderland. Yeah.
5: Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was gonna be like. You know, Nick Nick Cage going John Wick for pig type thing. Um, and we get into it, and it it starts out as like this really, really slow-paced, just little slice of life thing, basically. Except the slice of life is in the woods, but still, slice of life. Because, you know, he he's, he goes throughout, throughout his day, he cooks the meal for the pig, and goes to bed. That's literally how the movie just starts out, and... It's just, it was so weird because I was I was ready to like the pig gets taken. Nick gets Nick Cage goes into his like underground storage room gets weapons. Let's find the let's find the swine that took my swine.
3: Did Nick and Nick Cage saved the bacon.
5: Yeah, he <laughs> <laughs> you know, the bacon. And so just just having this really thought out subtle quiet movie out of this was such a nice surprise and I wasn't even expecting it. And it was, it just kind of hit me. And I really, really enjoyed every, pretty much every single moment of this movie. Um, I think I'm with Joe. Uh, My favorite character was the, the kid and the chef mostly because the chef scene, that was like a four minute nonstop take of Nick cage. Just physically or like mentally breaking this guy. And like the cameras is slowly zooming in, and I was like, "It's not cutting, it's not cutting, guys, it's still not cutting." And it's like it's just him like slowly breaking. And yeah, he, the, his acting in that so scene so
4: good, it was so good. He was like he, he was like smiling to like mm-hmm. fend off fend off the like you know mental breakdown.
5: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and it's, it's it was such a good scene, and. Yeah. The, the kid was a really good character from, uh, in fact, uh, I watched, uh, red letter media's thing on this and it, it the whole movie, he's trying to be something that he's not like, he's trying to be this suave, sophisticated restaurant tier owner person. One, he doesn't know how to be it. And he, I don't think he understands the whole business side of it. Cause even when, uh, they're sitting down with that chef, that, that Nick Cage's mind screws. He, uh, he tries to get information out of him, but he's just failing. Like it's not working. And Nick Cage is like, use my name. There you go. Okay. Um, but something
3: that, also, he can't, uh, uh, he burned breakfast. Like,
5: yeah, you burnt toast, French toast, um, French toast, (laughs) um,
3: got to use something
5: that red, but something that, uh, red letter media brought up. And I thought it was kind of interesting was that instead of listening to classical music, he has to listen why he should appreciate classical music. Uh. Cause he just doesn't get it. He doesn't enjoy classical music, so he doesn't get it. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, it was, it was a really good character, character, like arc. And I like at the end of it where he's just tired and he just wants to sleep for a bit. I like that. I like that scene. Um, man, this was a great movie. Like, uh, <laughs> Yeah, it's a fantastic movie. I'm so glad we went to go see this.
1: Anyone Not remember did anyone ahead. remember the cover song at the end? Uh,
3: Bruce I'm on, on Fire? Thing.
1: Yeah. See, if you're going to slow down a song, do it
3: acoustically. Don't do whatever mm. they've been doing. Also, it's the... Bruce, so all his stuff is slow and boring. So you have nothing to lose. <laughs> how dare you? No, I, I'll dare all day. That guy's how dare you, boring sir? Boring as crap.
5: Wait,
4: wait, are you talking about Bruce Springsing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My mom can't stand him. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why. Uh, he
1: seems kind of phony, him. but <laughs> um. But, but Johnny, you. Want... T- t-
4: Sorry, to your point, Joe, Johnny Cash did that with uh, Hurt and it, Acoustic. That's the way you do it. Yeah,
1: you do it, you do it you do acoustically. It. Don't do whatever they did to Novak.
4: <laughs> you heard it here first, guys. Joe said it. Listen to um,
1: the only, uh
3: Jared, Jared, did you want to say something else? Uh, the, the only thing I wanted to say, the only there's a lot of food in this uh, movie. The only good meal to me uh, was the breakfast he makes in the like the beginning a tart? Yeah, everything else with like even the the meal he recreates. It's just like a like a tiny pheasant. It doesn't look that great to me. Yeah, they didn't really like show much of the food. I thought like yeah. for a movie about chefs,
1: they didn't really like focus on that. But my well, criticism, I really... my... Oh, go ahead.
5: I really wanted a salted baguette after that
1: yeah that looked good i'm
5: like oh and the part where he just like he like she's like oh you can take a pastry or a a pastry he's like okay cool can i get another one okay then he like takes it yeah i want the other one and then he gives it to the kid and is like oh
1: that's such a sweet moment everyone's laughing when he put down the one he got the other one same with us (laughs) The yeah. only criticism I had about the movie, um this is the director's first movie, which I think is awesome because oh, like, totally hit it out of the park. Uh, I didn't like some of the camera work. Like it got they did a little bit of that steady cam stuff during certain scenes. I didn't like that, but that was the only criticism I would have for the movie.
5: It kind of like blurs out when people yeah. are in the space. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh.
5: I had a couple. Yeah, of I, I only noticed that when he gets gets like the news about the pig dying, and he like falls down, and it kind of go like all blurry. That mm-hmm. was a little. That seemed little on
4: purpose that. to me.
5: So.
0: There was um, one where it's like shaking, but I can't. remember that scene mm, Yeah,
3: that's... I remember that scene. It like really, it was really disorienting. Yeah.
4: Uh, I have a couple things I can't remember one of them, but I'll start with the other one. And see if I remember the other one after this. Uh, I love it. I love it in movies. Even Joe, you talked about this, but that crappy Russell Crowe movie, the the driving one. Oh yeah, it, people take people take this one thing, and they act like everything else revolves around it. Where you were talking about how there's like an epidemic of like road rape, <laughs> uh, road, road rage, rage. <laughs> yeah. and like this movie totally does that with like cooking and like and like. When he's talking to that old worker that he had, and she's like, she the way she says, like, "You're a cook, I'm a baker," and it's just like it, everything revolves around this in this world, and the whole like fight club for chefs. It's just like I love it when they make up this just weird world that everything revolves around it.
1: Everyone knows his name, like you name drop them. They're just like, oh, <laughs> exactly. It's very like anime.
4: <laughs> uh Oh, and the other thing I was gonna say is that as someone who's like, I'm just not really that passionate about food uh like when people like when you see videos of people like carefully meticulously preparing food it just annoys the hell out of me it's like so it just strikes me as so pretentious and then but i gotta the say it didn't bother me at all with their food movie. i know i know but it i gotta say it didn't bother me at all in this movie because like especially in that last scene where it's preparing it for the dad there's so much meaning behind the meal that i was like i like this so.
1: uh I, I loved it because i knew it was coming i was like i know how he's gonna do it he's gonna recreate that yeah meal. Yeah, yeah i did and too. It, but yeah. i still loved it even though i knew that that was coming yeah because yeah. i wanted to see the dad's reaction to that and he just like breaks down and it's yeah. just awesome okay so i think we
3: have all liked the pig um
2: Pig was good. Good pig.
3: wish it went some kind of cute pig award.
2: <laughs> Such a hairy, weird ginger pig.
4: Where do you get a pig with a beard like that? I've never seen a pig like that in
0: my entire life. pig! I look
4: like Gimli as a pig. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Any
1: last words? Nope. Oink. I know Jared's got some words for the next thing we're going to do, so why don't you tell what yeah, what what are we, we going to play, Jared? What are we going to play? Oh, now you've made it a thing.
3: <laughs> I don't want to do it. <laughs> do it! No, I, can I do so, no! Can I do it? So, um, let, this is my thing. Let Give me, me one let thing. Let Mickey do it. You
5: have two things. You have this and the end. You have two things, sir.
3: Well, I'm going to take them. So, I was going to, since um, Sean Harris is in the next film we're going to talk about, uh, a year ago, or no, two years ago, whenever Fallout came out, and uh there's that trailer where he like does that monologue i had like i could do like i had an impersonation i don't know if it's good i did it to myself (laughs) i I had i have no test audience so i'm gonna do that for what's in the box so can you at least introduce it like you usually do joseph and not just put me on the spot all right so um how do i usually do
1: now uh we're gonna play a game jared what's that game called
3: what's in the box uh, that it's pretty good. I messed it honestly up. No, that was pretty up. good.
4: I, I think you did that oh, honestly man. was pretty good.
3: I think you
1: saved it at the end.
5: That's better than I expected. So. <laughs> needs it needs a little needs a little more throat flim.
3: Yeah. And you know that, he just woke
5: it. up.
1: Uh, just
3: go on. Never mind. Oh. <laughs> That's not important. That's not important. Good Something job. That... Stay tuned
1: for the special House 6 um episode where we have Mickey Mouse meet Sean Harris <laughs> in the boardroom. <laughs>
3: well, that's the, that's the funny thing. So, um you know those new Mickey Mar- uh, Mickey Mouse cartoons? Yeah, yeah. For sure. like this yeah. yeah, there's this character, it's like The World of Tomorrow and it's a house. And there's a scene where the 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 AI voice it kind of sounds like Sean Harris and that's how I like started doing it cuz me and Jonah kept like saying the same <laughs> thing, so I just that's kept possible. doing it.
4: That's awesome.
1: Okay, so What's in the Box is a game where I have something in the box. Um, It's an imaginary box, and it can hold everything from the Titanic to Gizmo. And I give you guys some clues, and you guys have to guess what's in the box. So our scoreboard right now is Jared with 8.5, Thomas with 5.5, Alex with 5, and Michael with 2. So we are ready to play. You guys ready to play?
0: Yes. Okay. Okay. Yes. This one is a little different.
1: So what's in my box first appeared in a 1904 silent film. Oh, Lord. It appeared again in a 1922 silent film called Light in the Dark. It made its next appearance in a 1954 movie that was the acting debut of Paul Newman.
0: Neck uh, What's up I can't remember the name. Sorry. Continue.
1: Okay. Okay. What's in my box? Returned in In a nineteen seventy-four French fantasy drama. The next year, in nineteen seventy-five, what's in my box was a in a British comedy. And it. it what's in my box was an in an epic fantasy in 1981 um holy that-
6: grail
2: yes you got it uh, <laughs> I no say, idea i was gonna say like the sword in the stone when, he, or something when he's, like when, he's when, he, when
5: he said 1980 i was like excalibur i just watched excalibur yeah
1: sure. i was gonna say starring a young liam neeson yeah. I, what's that what's that like original
4: wayne what's that what's that original vampire that's what i was thinking no, no, no Nosferatu. Nosferatu, I kept wanting to say Necromancer yeah. Okay, that's what I was thinking
1: Alright, so the Josh Holy Grail was in the box
4: would never have gotten that in my entire yeah. life it, Really? I
2: was just thinking of no, old stuff and I just had like Excalibur, the sword and the stone stuck in my head
5: Well, the British comedy, you're talking about Monty Python, aren't you? Yeah,
3: yeah. I was going to say it, but I didn't want to look stupid and then. just I... <laughs> say it, Jared? And I was getting to Indiana
1: Jones, so I thought you guys would probably get
4: it from Uh, that. Yeah, I might have gotten it from that.
1: So I'll put it, it's in my box, being watched by (laughs) top men. (laughs) (laughs) Gizmo. All right. So, Thomas, why don't you introduce our next film?
5: So the next film was probably the, I think this is probably my most anticipated film besides Dune, probably for this year. Um, this is The Green Knight, based on the 14th century poem, which I also adore. It's my second favorite Arthurian uh, knight's tale, uh, called Sir Gawain and the Green Knight. Um, it's directed by David Lowery, uh who is from Texas. He's a DFW resident, and uh, oh. a lot of the post-production for this movie actually took place in Dallas. So I thought that was kind of cool. Cool. Um, th- uh, this guy directed Ghost Story. I didn't know that. Or yeah. A ghost, a ghost story. Mm-hmm. So um, he's also this is...
1: directing Peter and Wendy, which is like the live-action Peter Pan coming to Disney. Gross. Huh.
5: Yeah. <laughs> hey,
4: maybe they learned from Cruella, Michael. Maybe they learned. Hey, Don't be... retell a story. Do something
5: new. It's true. Do something new. Believe it's true. it when I see it. Um, this I'm is Wendy. kind of an epic. Fantasy folklore tale, I want to say. Um, it takes place the 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 opening of this movie takes place on Christmas, and uh, they're having a Christmas feast in uh, Camelot. And Arthur, once was played incredibly by by Sean Harris, I think I think I I liked him a lot in that. Um, and he asks his knights to tell him a tale of like any great deeds and nobody can come up with anything and then suddenly bursting through the doors comes this green knight dressed in all of like a woody moss green looking like something that carved was carved out of a tree awesome awesome character design and asks for a challenger saying if anybody can low, uh, land a blow against me, you can have my ax, but I have to, in one year's time, I get to return the favor. I'm sorry, one year and one day hence is what he says. Uh, I get to return the blow. And so no knight steps forward and Gawain played by Dave Patel. Uh, having been unproven says I'll, I'll do it. And Arthur gives him Excalibur, which I thought was a really cool scene in there too. Um, he uh, basically challenges the knight and lops off his head. And to everybody's surprise, the green knight picks up his head and says one year hints and rides away laughing, which I thought was awesome. <laughs> um, and so one year later, uh, Gawain has to meet his, his, his challenge at the green chapel and make his way there uh, on the way. He is accosted. I thought rather weirdly by that guy from, Killing of a sacred deer who I think is just like the creepiest kid in like the entire planet. Yeah. Um, and then he takes his axe and runs away with it. Don't know why that happened, but it happened. Uh he, he, he also looks, meets it
4: reminds me of that kid from Luca
5: where he he looks like he could be a kid and he looks like he be forty. <laughs> <laughs> I don't yeah. I don't know. This is also the middle age. He might be thirteen, but he also looks forty. So I mean, yeah. there you go. Um, and along the way, he also it goes into a house where he meets a ghost, and ha- named Winfred. Which Winifred. I'm not sure. Wh- I'm not sure where this came from because I I did too. I don't really know why this scene was in here. It's not in the poem. I, I really have no idea where this scene came from. Mm-hmm. Um, it needed some filler. We also, meet. <laughs> I guess I so. Well. He, he also meets this his furry fox friend. And I don't know why you would ever throw a rock at a fox, but <laughs> this monster apparently does. But then he instantly befriends it. And I was like, oh, he cut, off, so cute.
2: He, he cut off a giant a giant tree man's head whenever the guy was like, You can give me a paper cut if you want. <laughs> the
5: guy's a monster. Proven from the beginning. <laughs> true. It's true. Um and then what else? Does anything else happen besides meeting those ma- massive giants, which I thought was just an awesome image?
4: Oh, he goes to the house with the,
1: uh, I know, I know. Before that, before that, that. that no, oh, before I don't that. think so. The super soldiers here, giants. Girl? After that, no,
4: they're not. Okay, no, because the house well, is almost at the end. end. You're right, you're right.
5: Yeah, yeah, because then he goes to the uh, goes to this lord's house, uh, and accepts sanctuary there. Um, and he meets the Lord, his wife, and an old crone. And the the Lord is a very avid hunter, also played by Joel Edgerton. Uh, and also, he also played Gawain in a, a movie, so huh. that was kind of cool. Guess he didn't uh, do a good and... enough job. Hey, he, didn't he, didn't die. <laughs> he didn't die. So hey, um, how do you pronounce her name? Alicia uh, Vacander She plays. Ficander, yeah. Uh, she, played, she plays the she plays the lady. Um and then the the Lord also asks or like has like this little wager with Gawain, says like anything that I catch, I'll give to you. Anything that you get, you give to me. Um and and his wife proceeds to seduce him, which apparently we now know that Michael would completely and totally Give into that seduction.
2: If anyone said they wouldn't, they're lying through their teeth. Absolutely. <laughs> that whole scene, you're just like
3: it'd be It hard, it'd be hard, it be hard not to. It.
1: It's a fight! Right. <laughs> it's <laughs> supposed to be chivalrous.
2: <laughs> yeah. No amount of uh, righteousness can be can withstand <laughs> that
4: force. My god. <laughs> oh man.
5: That uh that DV Oh, i have such uh, a weakness yeah.
2: for him. i have such a weakness for them.
5: Yeah, we also learned that, yeah, Michael's, like, weakness is the deep V. So, yeah. And uh, he kind of gives in, sort of, weirdly. I
0: she kind of really forces go the into...
5: issue. He gives into a <laughs> yeah, belt. I was just like, I don't feel like... Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Uh, Gawain's mother is Morgan Le Fay, and she gives him this green sash, and says, if you wear this all the time, you'll be protected. And he loses the sash while he gets, you know, accosted. And then uh, the Lord's Lady has a, a belt similar to it. She says, like, oh, I made this. It's clearly the same belt, though. Um, and then after she forces, she she straight up, like, forces him. Like, that was not a consensual thing. Uh, she gives him his belt and says, you're no true knight, because he doesn't have any chivalry. Uh, and then he goes off to meet the Green Knight at the Green Chapel. Uh, and in a very awkward scene between Joe Edgerton and Dave uh-huh. Patel, he asks him for, give me what you got, and I'll give you what I got. And he caught his little fox friend, and then he kisses him. I'm going to get to that later. Anyway, <laughs> for the rest of the summary, he meets the Green Knight. Uh, he flinches when the Green Knight tries to... Uh, strike him and he ends up running away and having this entire epilogue, basically of him becoming King after King Arthur. And then apparently he didn't do a good job at becoming King though, because his kingdom gets overthrown. And at the very end, he takes off his, his sash and his head falls off because of that blow that he should have gotten. And then we all learned that it was all a dream and it comes back and uh, he takes off the said sash. So it protects him against all harm and faces his, his doom with his head bowed and ready to go. And the green knight says, well off with your head, sir. And that's how the movie ends. Oh, um, me. I love the green knight's voice. It's, it's such a good voice. Um, this movie was, <sighs> I liked this movie a lot. Because it was weird. I I like weird movies, I'm not gonna lie. Um also this this poem is one of my favorite things kind of written because it, it's it's a story. Like the original poem is about a hero that's not perfect because Arthurian legends are kind of weird because Arthur is like the stepping stone for like a ton of authors to just write their own crap. Um and so this is where Gawain and the Green Knight came from. We don't know who wrote it. it, it's, it it's an anonymous poem. Uh, it's, it was in the same library, which I learned, as the same library as Beowulf, the first written copy of Beowulf, and they both survived the same fire, which I think is awesome because I love the epic tale of Beowulf as well. Um, but the the main focus of the story of Gawain is even though you're not perfect, you try. You have to try to be as noble as you can. And... In the poem, it's a little different from when he meets the Lord and the lady. Uh, There is no outright seduction, really, of Gawain. It's more subtle. And he ends up giving uh, the Lord a kiss because he receives a kiss from the lady three times, and that's how you do it. And the way that the poem ends is that uh, he faces the Green Knight. The Green Knight hits him a little bit. He, like, nicks him on the neck. And then he reveals or he sorry, he uh kind of shames Gawain because he knew he had that green sash on him that would protect him from all harm and that's why he received the Nick. Um, but he says, even though you're even though you're you're imperfect, you're still here. Is that he always he always tried. Gawain always tried. Um and I, I like that is it's it's one of the first imperfect hero tales i think because if you go like with a lot of like chivalric knights and like stories no knight can do any wrong that's how like the 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 code of chivalry is you know oh yeah we always protect the innocent we'll never do anything bad and gawain is one of the first stories where the hero is not amazing he's just he's just him he's just gawain um and this movie kind of kind of touches on that a little bit with uh when King Arthur asks Gawain, uh, like, tell me something about yourself. Tell me something like a tale of yourself. And he's like, I don't have anything to tell yet. And Guinevere goes, like, yet, you don't have anything to tell yet. And it's always him trying. I, I really liked that. Um also this 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 story had like a ton of like old school like uh, Celtic folklore like Merlin looked awesome because he looked like yeah. a picked. Um Morgan Le Fay looked great um, I even like how because this is like years after Arthur's prime he's dying he's clearly dying because the land is dying that kind of thing and they even talk about hey uh, Gawain sit at my side because we always keep an empty seat for the one that we don't talk about. The one they don't talk about is Lancelot. He's gone. He's off doing something I thought
1: something they else. said that, though, in the movie. Didn't they say Lancelot's gone?
5: I don't think they said Lancelot. They say, like, the person. Oh, and okay. I, I think it's because he can't bear to say his name. Um, But I I love that the land is dying. Clearly, the land is not well, and so is Arthur. Um, And I also really, really liked the crown. I loved the crown design because yeah, it looks like cool. the iconography, like from like those old school like Catholic halos. Yep. It looks yeah, so totally cool. Like that. It was such a good design. Like the the production design of this movie is just fantastic. Um, I didn't really like the ending all that much because I don't know if it says like he's. Uh, I understand like the movie is saying he's still not perfect but it's almost like he never tries to be perfect. He's just, he wants to be better or not be better. He wants to be a glorious knight. And I never really got that. He just wanted to be a better person in the movie until maybe like the very last part where he takes it off is as a go ahead, do it. Um, cause that's not in the poem. He wears the sash and then the sash, the green sash is then, uh, copied by all the other knights because Gawain is a hero now. Um, but I thought Dave Patel did a really good job in this. I think this is like one of his first big roles. I know, like, he was, I know he did like Lion, uh, I, with Nicole Kidman. He's pretty good in that. Um, but slumdog this is the one where he's like completely slumdog millionaire, I guess. I, yeah, that's him, I really man. don't like that movie. Interesting. Yeah. He's really young hey, little, in there. Hey, little baby. Um, yeah. Um, but this one, I think he really just upped it. And I, I think he did a great job. Uh, there's a lot I want to say, but I, I want to hear a bit more with you guys because I like to discuss it. Um, so I'm going to kick this one to... Let's do Jared. Because you've read the poem.
3: Yeah, I have. Um, uh, I'd say I like the poem a little bit more than the movie. Um, Same. I wasn't blown away by this movie. I think I hyped it up too much in my really? mind people did it too much but we'll get and to that and i think i went in wanting something completely different than what i got uh that being said i did a lot i did like a lot of the visuals i did i know that the ghost part wasn't in it but i did like that whole scene i it was kind of cool um as soon as i saw when
5: he when he's when he's
3: underwater that was a cool yeah. like visual yeah. i really liked that um As soon as I saw the Giants, I was just like... I just thought... Attack attack on Titan. (laughs) (laughs) I just wanted him to like rope up there. Um, (laughs) But I I did like the visual of that too. Just like these roaming Giants. and um, He almost got squished, but his fox was like, No! Um, I thought they could have handled the fox a little bit better. Not him... Before, like when he started talking, yeah, I I didn't really like that. I don't like the direction they went with that. Um,
5: so I think they could. So two things. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. I
3: think they could have done it like the witch, where it was just like kind of a disembodied voice, but it was you could clearly tell it was coming from the animal. Uh, go yeah. ahead. Go ahead.
5: So so I, I I did a little reading up on this too, because the ending is different because it, in the in the poem it's the Lord that offers him like hey you don't have to go because you know anybody who's basically saying or going into this i'm gonna die i'm gonna i'm going off to here to get my head chopped off it's like i won't tell anybody that you you know didn't go nobody will blame you for this and turns out like that's his mom uh speaking through the fox but which i i I really didn't get why they didn't do it that way either because the crone is a is actually supposed to be morgan lefay as well Yeah, because she's doing this whole thing to get back at Guinevere for being a horrible person. Um, so I that didn't really translate very well, but I did like that they offer they had the offer,
1: they're very subtle about that whole like the double identities of everyone. Because, like, even the um, the Green Knight, she says, You know, someone. Yeah, but they don't even like really reveal it and who it is. But I guess you're just yeah, supposed to put it, it together. in,
5: it, in the poem it, it's the Lord. Yeah, uh, yeah is yeah. the Green Knight, which is so weird. So... Um,
3: like uh, like Thomas was talking about. Um, in the poem, you get a sense of uh, the main character wanting to improve, wanting to be better, and in this movie, he's you he don't get that mm-hmm. and. Unlike most people who like a flawed hero, I want a hero that's perfect. That's just <laughs> me, I think, cause from from all like like anime and stuff like that, cause you want to look through. up to it here. You don't want to like be. I I don't want to just like be like, oh, that's just me. I could do that, but if I tried, like, kind of, I I want him to be like an actual like figure, like a like a a myth. I don't right. I don't know if you get what I'm saying, but I, I like I when it. they're, they're, they're Captain America. Yeah, (laughs) um, so that's why I kind of like the poem more. Um, but like, I don't have much to say. But I do like the visuals of this movie. I just didn't get what I wanted from this movie.
5: I liked everything up until like the last maybe fifteen minutes is why I didn't like. That's where it kind of started to fall apart. Yeah, because they didn't really translate the meaning of the poem very well. I think. Yeah. Um. Even though I did love the line when the the green knight just like wakes up, it's like, "Sir, is it Christmas?" <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
3: I did like um, the beginning with the duck and the the dog. Forgot to mention that <laughs> was <always> cool. <laughs> <laughs> just having beef with each other, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> and um,
4: the true meaning behind that scene, guys. Let's really that's think the
3: that's the deepness. If right you there. can decode that, which I think Michael will when we go to him, um,
5: <laughs> I don't even remember what. If you what, can what decode we?
3: that, you get everything. What? Duck? Um,
5: Turns out yeah. that gu- that duck goose. was a goose.
3: Yeah. In the uh, beginning, there's like a like, there's like a goose, and he's like harassing he's, this dog. It's, no, a, it's a goat. Oh, it's a goat. Oh, yeah. Oh, go, go, yeah. It's like beating the crap out of this goat. Yeah.
4: Right? Goose, soft, um, man.
3: <laughs> one thing. I do want to uh, give credit to you. I do like movies when you're not sure, like you're not sure what's real and what's not. And this kind of did it well. Um, but yeah, I don't have much more to say, so I'm going to throw it to, let's throw it to Michael and see if he decoded that, that scene. I have
6: no, <laughs> I, didn't
2: remember it. I didn't remember the scene. Um. Uh, I, this is one of the most frustrating movies I've seen in a long time. I was very frustrated outside of this movie. And, and Thomas explained a lot, like explained a lot of what frustrated me right there, because that's my, my biggest problem with this movie is I really dislike the main character. I did not like him at all. Like, and that's not I love main characters. I'm a main character person. But my whole time, I'm, I'm thinking, why are they not making him like sympathetic or like, I, I don't mind that he's flawed. And how Thomas is describing the poem is how I wanted the movie to be. I wanted me to be like, oh, he's trying. He's trying, But no, he was just he was just an a-hole. This guy's an a-hole yeah. from the beginning to end. It just it, there was no point to anything of him being this like throwing a rock at a fox, chopping his head off. There's no like you, I just saw greed in him the entire time, the entire from the beginning, not even the sex scene. Like the just like whenever he saw the guy, he's like, oh, I, I could I could show him for I could be famous, I could be a big big star, woo woo. That's all that's all I saw was just some bratty little snot nose he truly
3: was the green knight he was
2: he was a green little little fart (laughs) in that green with envy (laughs) it frustrated me so much like like literally from the point where he chops off his head i don't like the movie until they get to the house i don't like any of it Uh. a lot of pointless stuff in my opinion like there's a lot of cool visual stuff sure but there's no there's zero substance to me like there's no point to literally any of it like if you're trying to give some weird message it failed to me like there's just so much. I'm like, you're just wasting my time. There's so much wasted time from that point to the next point. And then it gets super intriguing because Joel Egerton is freaking incredible in this movie. He does. So, of course, he plays such a good that, that like Alex and I were talking about in the great Gatsby this is a lot of the same character, like this bombastic, loud guy. He does that character so well. And I loved, I loved the, a lot of, I, one thing I really enjoyed about this movie was the fact that it it's it's good and bad. It feels like a nightmare. Like the entire movie feels like you're in a nightmare. And it's just like yeah. things unexplained. You're like, what is happening? This doesn't follow the rules of reality. And I really like that aspect of it. Um, the the ending, you know, t-
3: always Joel Ergerton always plays a character. I have no idea what the characters like. I don't trust
2: him. 100%.
6: Yeah, Yeah, that never
2: really is. It's always shifty. (laughs) Um, But, and then going to the end, I liked uh, you explaining it more of like contrasting the poem that makes makes sense. I think I would have. I like the idea of him seeing this future and then deciding to take it off that's kind of interesting to me and then assumedly he drops his head off at the end but uh I don't know man this movie like we were driving back and I just kept saying I was like I'm so frustrated right now like the entire I I was so frustrated in the car going off with Alex I was like I just like there's so much good in this movie so much interesting stuff but I think it was just mainly that thing of I could not stand the main character like the whole thing I'm like I don't care about him like he could just drop down a rock and die I do not care it was and it was such a weird cuz like even all the people around him coming up like I don't know like his mom was sleazy everyone around him was it was just like a bunch of gross people and I'm like this is like King Arthur the round table is supposed to be like a cool like like interesting like I don't know like there there was no him seeing King Arthur and be, wanting to be King Arthur wanting to be a good knight it was just oh, I want that guy's power that's all I saw it was just like it was just nasty. I didn't like any, it just felt nasty the whole time. And then that led into the rest of the nightmare of a movie. But I don't know, man, this movie, it frustrated me so much. It's just, it, like, ugh. it's because it, I was really, I was really looking forward to this. I was really looking forward to this movie more than, because I was looking forward to pig, but I was looking for this more. And man, just, ugh, I don't know. Uh, there's just so much of it that the frustrated, and it was too long. Definitely too long. Yeah. Um, Cause there's just so much, there's, there's a lot of like panning scenes. I'm like, I, okay, you saying first this was his first film or was that Pig? Pig was first film. Pig was his first film. Okay, never mind, never mind. Um, Pig was his first film. So this guy's this guy no, did, this guy no yeah, excuse. This yeah, guy, this guy's, he, guy's like, been around. There, there's a lot of like artistic panning shots. Like you're getting Nomad Land, but Nomad Land has a vibe it's going for that nailed it with that. This, you're just like. Look at the colors. I'm like, you should wasting you my time. You should
1: probably not watch a ghost story if you haven't <laughs> seen it from him, because you it. would not like
5: it. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like it. It's, uh, if it's anything worse than this, but... what watch nothing by Tarkovsky ever, ever. <laughs> all, all his stuff is panning
3: shots. Well, huh? the thing about a ghost, a ghost story too is it's very frustrating because the last five minutes are useless and like stupid. <laughs> That's what I It's like, like a monologue by some druggie, and you're just like.
2: That's what I felt like, like the middle. The two, the <laughs> how do I explain that? The point from when he gets his head off to the house, like that little checks and just felt so pointless and useless. Um, you said something there. I was going to reply to it and I forgot what it was. Oh, well, I don't know. Um, uh, I'll throw it. I'll throw it to Joseph. We'll let, we'll let Joseph uh, uh, before. I, mean, I remember what I was gonna say I do. I do want to watch this. We have a I have a way to watch this again that I want to watch it. Um, I'll let Alex explain that later. And so I do want to see this movie again because I really want to try and digest it more because people are because it's because people are raving so much about it. And people yeah. I know that have seen it that I trust with movies are loving it. and I'm like, maybe I'm missing something here. So I want to go back and watch it again. So maybe eventually one read of my home. I, I do want I do want to read that the way you explain it. I think I would definitely like the poem way more than the movie. Um, but
0: I love the poem. I, I want to it's go so back good.
2: and watch it. And maybe one of my one of my what uh, if I watched this time? I'll, I'll explain more my second round. But anyway, Joseph, go ahead.
1: Yeah, so we're like pretty simpatico this episode because I have the same reaction to you guys coming out of this thing, just being like, "I l- I like the visuals. Like the the first scene was w- really cool, where the um they show the crown and he's, like on fire. I was like, yeah. That's awesome. it's freaking awesome. Um,
5: I got the, I got that filter on Instagram. It's awesome.
1: <laughs> um, but then I'm when I f- came. Fire by the time I came out of it, was like, why don't why didn't I like this movie more? There's just something about this movie that I didn't like, and I think Thomas put it um, the best, is that he didn't, the character didn't, like, grow a heart at the end, he just, like he didn't become, like a virtuous knight which I I get, that's okay that's kind of a more postmodern look at this movie Um, like, you have the pictures of knights when you grow up, where they were they were noble and stuff like that. But then you have in reality knights were just like rich guys that probably more like this guy than what we imagine knights to be. Um, but I think it's just, the movie just doesn't have a heart. And then that really hurts the movie. Like at the end, I actually enjoyed the last scene of the montage of him aging in his kingdom. I thought that was like really cool and interesting basically because that wasn't like in the story. Um, which I haven't read the poem since high school, so I don't remember much of it. Um uh, but I this this seemed to keep it pretty faithful, like the structure of the story and everything. Um but it like you guys were saying, it just didn't have like the same the same moral, I guess, um as the movie.
5: Mm-hmm. So th- that's one thing I wanted to bring up was like they kept so many things directly from the poem like word for word in some mm-hmm. things and even even how they open it up is in the same poetic edda as, or sort of edda the tambra as like the original poem which is that weird rhymey type thing mm-hmm. um uh, uh it's uh morgan Le Fay talking about uh gawain and it's like this isn't king arthur's story this is this one story um and the fact that the green knight actually had the wreath of holly as he entered into camelot that's right from the poem i love these tiny little details and this is an odd detail is that a a big thing about gawain is that he has the pentangle uh like across his chest and on his shield and then in this movie the pentangle is like the size of a quarter Mm
3: -hmm. like you
5: could barely see it um so I, I got really confused in this movie about them trying to be super, super faithful to the source material. And then at the same time, drastically not.
1: Yeah, It was, it was very jarring weird. at times. Um, what I think the movie did well was they put like a sense of dread to everything. Like this felt like watching The Witch or something like that. Um, those kind of like uh I don't even know uh Scandinavian horror kind kind of movies, stuff like that. It it did a real good job of putting dread um during the whole journey. Like you really thought that maybe, yeah, maybe he could die at any time um during his quest. Like maybe they totally just go different with the story and just have him die or something. Um so th- uh, that's a good job when you can make your hero seem vulnerable to the world around you. Um but like we were saying the the heart is just taken out of it. Um because like Michael said, he he didn't like the part where he chopped his head off, but I thought that was okay because he's because when I saw it, he, he looked like he was realizing like this is his moment, this is this is what he has to do. Um like this is destiny calling, so he's gotta get the sword and he's gotta like He's gonna do something brave. Um, so oh, he was... he's
5: literally holding the sword of destiny yeah, like, that's true. in his hand.
1: <laughs> he's like, I need a sword here, use this use this one. <laughs> Just have How
5: excited that. would you be if like King Arthur offered you Excalibur? Like, don't F this up, man.
1: Fool! <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe <laughs> that's why he went for the head, because he's like, right, I can't lose with this thing, but um <laughs> I think in the original story, they're trying to teach him a lesson, but um, on this one, so when he chops his head off, uh, I'm like, I was thinking like, okay, this is it. This is where he kind of has this um, turnaround moment where he's going to start acting brave, more brave um, and growing as a character. But he really doesn't like Michael was saying, he doesn't. And Thomas, he just kind of goes through the, the whole movie the same, like, He's in it for the glory he's not really in it for um honor or anything um so it it's just like striking visuals uh the music was really good I thought I really like when he's riding back into the town at the end during that montage um I really liked the hymn they were singing at that part um I thought that was really cool um. But yeah, it just it just for some reason it leaves you with this like empty feeling when you leave the movie and I don't think that's a that's a very good thing to leave a movie <laughs> with. So um, I know I have more stuff to talk about, but I'm gonna throw it to Alex first and see if I can come up with it. So go ahead.
4: Okay. Before I get to the movie, I have a little story. This Great time. This was like the worst movie experience in the theater I think I've ever had. And uh, so like we start this movie and really early on, we hear a little like super loud, like someone's phone,
0: you know, Oh, okay. You know,
4: silly. You forgot to put on silent. You know, it's fine.
0: You know, we're at the beginning of the
4: movie, but it keeps happening like endlessly. And it's loud. It's so loud. And it sounds like it's like right in front of us. So, I'm weird, guys. I'm very weird. There are many forms of confrontation. Some of them I love. Like in soccer. I'll get into it with anybody on that field. I'll get into it with the ref. Don't care. But when I'm in a movie, at the theater, I just want us all to get along. I just want us all to have a good time. And... Now you're putting me in a situation where I'm like, all right, well, now I either have to go tell on you like a child
6: mm-hmm.
4: or I have to confront you. And I don't want to do that. I just don't want to do that. So I'm like stressing about it the whole first <laughs> half of the movie. Like I am I am so distracted because I'm just waiting for the next and seeing if I'll convince myself to actually get up and go talk to him the whole time. That's all I'm focusing on. So I missed the whole first half of this movie pretty much the first time. And then uh, like... I mean, it's it's getting so bad. Like, there's even points where the, the music is kind of loud, and I use that as, as an excuse. I'm like, oh, well, next time it's quiet, then I'll then I'll go <laughs> tell them. Then I'll go tell them. And then I see this girl go down the stairs from uh, somewhere up higher in the theater than us. And I'm like, great, she did it. Mm. She had the balls to go do it. And now Now I have to deal with the shame of not doing it myself. <laughs> and like... And I know she's doing it, you can tell, and she comes back in like too quickly to have gone to the bathroom, and then there's a worker that comes up and he's, he's at like the you know he's just like looking over and of course, there aren't any but dunks for like 10 or fifteen minutes that he's there
6: Dang. and I'm like
4: I'm like, all right, fine. I have to do with the shame that this girl manned up before I did, and then but it's over. it's over, guys. He leaves eventually, but it didn't. And, oh my God. I was like, all right, now, now I was like, now I'm being tested. am mm-hmm. i am I gonna be man enough to get up and talk to these people and I really don't want to? and uh, and then, but then, 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 later on, Michael and I both hear what sounds like music, like like a like a Beyonce song or something, like just faintly. And we look at each other and like, you know, or like, what the heck? Like are they watching videos? And then Thomas says he thought he heard Stewie from Family Guy and we're like I didn't hear that but like I was like what is going on? So finally that there were a couple when it was loud and I was like fine next time it's quiet I'm going to go tell these people and then it finally I had enough. I was like I got to face this fear. Got to face it cuz I'm like here sweating in the theater. I'm like it's a horrible experience. I told you I'm weird. I am I'm a pretty anxious person in generally it's just kind of like every Everything that's from me is based out of a base of anxiety. And and then that happened and I was like, I have to face my fear. This is a sign. It's like, so I went down there and I talked to them. And it was, we already knew it was like a whole family in the row in front of us. There was a ton of them. And like, they have the goal to play dumb with me. Or <laughs> I go down there and I'm like, hey, is that one of your, you know, I I also another thing is I didn't want to yell out in the middle of the theater because
1: it's uh, usually what happens you usually yeah. have like this dad that just goes turn that off yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and,
4: and and fair enough like i would have been within my rights i think to do that but in my experience things are all things will always de-escalate and go better if you get personal like not personal in a rude way but like if i was to yell that what, what's happening is that i'm calling them out in front of everyone in the theater so they're embarrassed or annoyed whatever you're right, but it will make things worse. So what I did, I was like, I'm going to go up to them. and I'm going to kneel down next to their seats and I'm going to talk to them like a human being. So that's what I did. And I was like, Hey, is it, is it one of your phones that keeps going off? And they, they're, they're like, what? Like, cause I'm talking to the parents. The kids are further down the road that they're, they're totally playing dumb. They're like, what? Like phone. They're like, the mom was like, did you lose your phone? And I'm like, Oh my God. And then I was like, well, there's a phone that keeps going off. I'm like, in my head, I'm like, of course, you know what I'm talking about. It's so loud. And then I was like, all right, I'll play along. There's an old guy, one old guy in front of the row front of them. And that's the only other person in front of us. I was like, I'll go talk to him. Maybe he's old. He doesn't realize his phone's going off. I go to him and I talk to him. And I'm like, hey, is it your, excuse me, sir? Is it your phone that keeps going off? And he was like, I don't have a phone. So I was like, okay. <laughs> and, then like, and then I go back up Dude, to them.
5: You bother that sweet old man that he I was very nice. to talk forever with. Yeah, yeah we talked cool.
4: after the movie. But anyway, so I go talk to them and I'm like, I was like, he decides he doesn't have phones. phone. So I was like, next time you guys hear it, if you could just please put it on silent, I'd really appreciate it. Thank you. Go up. Thank God it worked. Guys, I faced my fear. They didn't. They, no more sounds. None. Even the mom left for a while with a few of the kids. And I'm like, is she scolding them? Did she actually not know that this was happening? Which is impossible. Um, I think anyway, it was her. Was actually, huh? I think it was her. Yeah, I think it was her, yeah. because She walked, walked in, in. She walked we in and she's
2: in. showing them all a video on her phone. Volume full blare, while we walked in. And th- this whole time, so th- this is Alex, that's Alex's experience. This is my experience in the whole thing. I was like that's annoying and then like the movie kept going and kept going i was like if i cared because i was, was frustrated this is how frustrated i was with this movie i was like if i cared i would yell at them and then i ignored <laughs> it and then i totally
4: forgot about it and i was just like i was so angry and stressed i was like really i was like oh i was like dude i was like a furnace in my seat i was like surely jared and michael are feeling the heat coming from me from annoyance and just like anxiety because i was like, I was like <laughs> Still...
3: were sweating out I feel so bad because, in my experience, I'm just like, ooh, popcorn, ooh, green ice, ooh, fox. <laughs> no clue.
5: the ol- the only the only like inconvenience I has why I thought I heard Stewie, I was like, what the hell is that? Yeah. And that's it. I was totally fine with the rest of the movie. How? I completely zoned him out. And then like Alex got up, and I'm like, why is he getting up? Why is he talking to those people? Did he give them a piece of his mind? You oh, are yeah. crazy.
3: How was that not? I maybe heard all the also- badings
2: and stuff. and That annoyed me, so- but I was like, I also just don't really care about the movie right now.
3: I'm so- also half
2: deaf, so maybe I didn't hear it.
3: I anymore. heard the song, and I was like, that's weird. And then Alex got up, and I was like, oh, I guess he's going pee. And that's the only experience. <laughs>
4: <laughs> How odd. <laughs> You guys are so <laughs> well, weird because like I maybe it's because like I'm, a, well, no no, I no, no, like, to, like, no, no Thomas or... hold on. I, I tend to be really bothered by things like dogs barks. Obviously. Really, I love dogs, but dogs barking really annoys me. Mm-hmm. Like it, it like physically irks me. A lot of like small sounds, like even little things that like people do, like I, I'm very kind of like almost O C D about things, like things really bug me that shouldn't. And I guess that that was it. Anyway, what were you gonna say? No, about? you you have every right. That was very annoying. But like I said,
2: great. I just didn't care because the because I didn't like the movie at the point. Well, also at the point we were in before they stopped doing it is when it got interesting. Thank God. But like it yeah. was the whole him running through the forest with children and then headless women, and I was like, I don't give a crap what's yeah. going on.
4: I didn't even. I was so not focused. Like again, I missed from from basically whenever he chops off the head till like they're at the house. I missed, which is through like s- we need to movie. go back so the to it was great
6: for you then. So... <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs>
4: yeah, Alamo. Yeah. Well, I also we did go back movie. to Alamo. It's I also open. don't want to be a wuss and go tell Tattletale. I wanna I wanna dress him like a you should have person. just told me I would have
2: man. yelled at him in front of everyone.
0: No, 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 no. That's <laughs> you shame them, shame You're these people. The you he shame these people.
4: Himself. Yes, Jared's got it. You're missing the point. I had to man up for myself and he it. was on a quest himself. Exactly. That's what I got out <laughs> of this movie. I was like, I've gotta face my own green knight, and it's his stupid family in front of us. <laughs>
5: oh my god <laughs> anyway you could just be like they... me and jared and be so like non-confrontational and like zone out like I, I i had a great time i was like why is he leaving what's going on I have i'm not
3: any ability to focus on things and tune things out so same i have exact two issues same.
2: with you with your with your, your thinking alex okay one never on planet earth should you have asked them if it was their phone ever
4: well, I don't know. It could have been <laughs> was their
2: phone. I would have I walked up and know. like, "Hey, well, I would have." What I was gonna do? I was like, "If I, I was, I was kind of on the verge of out because it started getting more on my nerves, and that the movie act started getting a little more interesting." So I was gonna go over, lean over the bandage and be like, "Will you shut your phone up?" And then, uh, not not but no, no, no. uh, you curse. Oh, oh, I did curse podcast. Sorry. <laughs> I'll okay, mute. it's PG podcast. It. 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 It's the only one we're an hour and forty two minutes. Um, hey, but I was gonna, I was gonna, I was, gonna, I was gonna, just gonna yell at him. But, 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 and then that, and then if they play dumb with me. I have too dude, much of a temper. Oh my god! I would have. I've been like, huh? huh yeah, right. Well, oh my! I would have been so angry when they hey said. Thank goodness when, this wasn't Lord of the Rings, dude. I <laughs> yeah, would have lost me. it, dude. Okay, if this was Lord of the Rings, everyone in the theory would have lost it. I I'd yeah, like, that's true. They would. Those. You
1: Alex, you gotta watch that Seinfeld episode. There's the Seinfeld episode True. where George Costanza is in the movie theater and people are talking. You gotta just say what he says.
2: <laughs> also, it is strange though, because of all movies, like I could see this in a children's movie or a or some blockbuster movie, but it's in an A24 film at 10 o'clock at night.
6: Yeah. Oh,
2: Why yeah. are you there if you're not into a movie like yeah. that? Like you gotta know what you're getting into, right? Like this. It it kind of just. Why are you taking your twelve-year-old
5: kids to see this? So
4: I'm like, I don't know. Who who does this? So so dumb. Anyway, Alex, you can continue. But my my whole thing is that, like, sure that that could have worked, but again, it might have escalated things. And this this is just this is just how I am. I don't I I don't want to. I'm not very confrontational in these type of situations. I didn't want to do it. I did it, and I did it in the way that I thought would be the least, like adding fuel to the fire. I was like, I'm just going to go talk to him. And again, I didn't know if it was them. And when they said that, when they played dumb, I was like, I don't believe you, but there is an old man up there and old people are kind of deaf. So maybe, maybe it's his phone, but <laughs> anyway, I, I really need to get to the movie. So, <laughs> um, so again, oh, yeah, the, the movie, the first time I saw this movie, I was, I was very, very distracted. I missed like half of it. So uh, I, I've never done this in my entire life. I I asked a manager if I could get like not a refund but vouchers to see it again because I was like I've never I told them this I was like I've never done this before I'm not trying to just be a jerk I'm not upset I just feel like I was cheated out of watching a movie that I was really looking forward to. Mm -hmm. So I went I went I went and I watched it again with uh, Blake actually Thomas Uh, Blake was in town and uh, we went on Saturday around like four. And uh, it was great, wonderful experience. Same exact theater, so I was worried. But... Um, <laughs> they are back. And then, uh, no, it was wonderful. Could you imagine? Um, yeah, oh God, I would be so pissed. we go to that same manager. Like, oh I'm no, Sorry there's... again, but... Oh, and that's the thing is I told there's, him that... It he... was Karen's back, all right? <laughs> his, his, yeah. His first thing he, the manager said was like, uh, he was like, oh, I don't know if there's anything we do. We sent someone in there. And I was like, I know you did. I saw him. I was like, but I'm telling you, they stopped. While he was in there. It was like 15 minutes. And then they started again right after. They knew what they were doing. Yeah. They were veterans of this obnoxious behavior. Trash behavior. um So saw it again. I definitely. The first time I saw it. I was like not sure I liked it. For obvious reasons. But the second time I saw it. I definitely liked it way more. I caught way more. Like I didn't even really notice the significance of the belt really. In the first time I watched it till the end. Um, and then I noticed the second time. How much they reference it. And uh, and then yesterday, I actually listened to the free Audible version that you mentioned, Thomas. By uh, I think his name was the guy who wrote it. Because what's so cool about this story is that it's been iterated many times. Like you know, Mm -hmm. J.R.R. Tolkien apparently has his own version. Uh, This guy is Simon Armitage, and Mm -hmm. uh, that's another reason why I feel like the the uh, difference in the movie I'm way more okay with because like it in this audiobook version he the first there's like an intro where he doesn't even talk about this he doesn't read the story he talks about the history and like how that kind of like what thomas was saying how that some people want to take out the like the alliteration and the kind of more poem rhymey side of it but uh that he preferred that and all that kind of stuff and it goes to the difference of how people pronounce you know gawain where some people's garwin's the yeah some people put emphasis on the g part of it some people put emphasis on the w very cool um Anyway, but yeah, listen, the story, it was so interesting because like, like the, at least this version of the story, the movie is so, like Joe was saying, is so dreadful. Like it's just, and that's another reason why I wasn't sure I liked this movie because I kind of hate stories of fate where it's like, you can't escape the fate. That's why I think actually why a lot of horror movies annoy me because it's like, that's why you like Terminator so much. Yeah.
5: uh, Because there is no fate, but what you make yeah exactly
4: but like it it, Uh, fate especially in fate is something and it's just unavoidable and you can't escape it it just it just annoys me it's like to me it's kind of lazy storytelling and it's whatever but but this movie wasn't totally that either because at the end it's kind of like in the book you know or the story he doesn't kill him he cuts his neck which uh the story is way more straightforward with its message, like way more. Like when I read the story, listen to the story, I was like, "Oh, okay, this is about like, you know, a test to see how your morals stand up in situations." Like, because like you said, the the spoilers for Michael, but the the Green Knight is the Lord. He's Joel Edgerton's character, which doesn't make any sense to me. But um, uh, and well, they, they wrapped it up
5: like like
1: the last. Oh, yeah, in some version, it's Arthur. He's like, I thought it was Arthur's, too. Yeah.
4: yeah. It, or in the movie, I thought it was Arthur. Because mm-hmm. they say it's someone you know. Yeah. And then he says something at the end of the movie that made me think it was him.
1: I think uh, uh, the movie was trying to say that they were like all three. Like it's Arthur, the guy at the house is Arthur. And then uh, so he's like hmm, three different versions of him. Oh, okay. I like that cool. idea.
6: Yeah, me
4: too. <laughs> but uh, yeah, in, the, in the, mo- or the book or the story, he's like, he's saying that. Uh, you were tested with his wife at the house, and had a. in it's kind of like what Thomas was saying. It's 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 more subtle in a way, but it seems like an ongoing affair as opposed to one time. Like they get together several times and they kind of actually kind of fall in love, which is kind of messed up too. Because in the story, he says that he put his wife up to it. I'm like, that's kind of messed up. But <laughs> but uh, but like the but it's interesting. It it ends on a way more optimistic note where it's like, hey, you messed up. We are, you know, everyone was hoping that you would have stood your ground and done what was right and not, you know, had an affair with this woman. But, but other than that, you really, you really stood up to what you had to face. And like, and he's like, it's basically saying like, you messed up, but you now, you know, and and Gawain's like super ashamed of himself in the stories. Like, you're right. I can't believe I did that kind of thing. And then the knight's like, it's all right basically forgiven and move oh, on. Could you blame me, sir? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, in in the story, believe it or not, from <clears throat> whenever it was, he says, "Alicia Vikander, can you blame, blame me?" <laughs> <laughs> but uh but yeah, the the movie is way more like artsy-fartsy and and it, I think it's so much harder to delve into and pull out what the meaning is. Um but if because yeah. especially the middle just feels like a really cool music video because it's like all these like <laughs> cool visuals and um,
3: it's like a, like a tool video <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah
4: but michael made me realize i think i totally agree where he's talking about the main character just kind of sucks and i don't think i'm yeah. up on that except for i will say i really like him in the whole last scene um because like i love the line i don't think it's in the story where he says he says you had a year to prepare for this and he's like one year or a hundred it would be yeah. the same." like yeah, that was a good just one. facing yeah. death that's such a good line um but like I, I don't really like the Alicia Vikander the lady version of her in the movie because yeah. she's so sinister and in the book the story she's not that way like after she like gives him the handjob or whatever in the movie she's like yeah she's like what does she say like you, there's, you're there's you not worthy you're of no, real no real knight yeah, yeah no and that night. doesn't have it at all in the story it's like it's so the the movie is so much more harsh and spiteful yeah, and but I do I totally agree with Joe that whole like uh, premonition scene where he sees what would happen if he went along and didn't face the the night. Um, that scene really cool. Um, other than that, I mean, yeah, visuals are great. I love like Joe said the fire. I, I mean, just that's 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 another thing is the trailer for this movie was so good. I was yeah. looking forward to it so much, and it just kind of didn't live up to it. But I I, I definitely really really liked it. Especially on second viewing, and especially with the context of the the
5: actual poem, um, I, I think it's one of those things where you, you almost have to like read the poem, to not not to get it, but just to appreciate it. Yeah, and, yeah. And and I I understand like it's its own thing. I I I completely understand that. But when Arthurian tales are supposed to be reinterpreted, because that's kind of what they're supposed to be is retold and redone. Uh, I think it's interesting to have. A, a point of reference to go from,
4: yeah, and it, it kind of gives you like it's. I love that. I love the iteration of it to where it's like people just tell their own perspective of the story, and I think that's why I like the movie more than I would if it was a standalone, just because it's uh you know it's, it's something else, and I really want to listen to jr Tolkien's version now because it's it's I wonder really good,
5: and scary. it's read by Terry Jones who is in monty python and the holy grail very nice very nice
4: um trying to think of anything else the uh the only thing about the story is that had it like you're talking about the winifred scene is not in it at least in that version that i listened to and uh in the you know the poem's not very long but like it's like they get to the the house with the like joel edgerton and the lady like super quickly in the story. I was like, man, we're already here. And they spend like yeah. way longer amount of time there. Yeah. But uh, even in the movie, I love that where it's like they're trying to almost like coax him into staying. Like, oh, it's like, it's almost like a like an abdication of responsibility. They're trying to like just lure him into being like, it's fine. Yeah, you know? take some time off. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. You can go on <laughs> Christmas Eve. <laughs> I love that because it's so like,
4: it's so, it's so like, almost like demonic in a way where it's like trying to, it's trying to, you know, seduce you into
0: yeah,
4: you yeah. Uh, uh, ignoring responsibility. I
2: thought in the movie they weren't, they were going to try and keep him, like going to stop him from going. Yeah. So I thought it was going to be late
4: or yeah. almost late anyway. Um, before I forget, there's a few other things in the, in the story that I listened to. It wasn't a Christmas game at all. It was New Year's, which is, which is kind it's, of strange. They it's. it's they, it's the same same time is yuletide but they never like he shows up on he's supposed to show up on like New Year's eve or new year's day not christmas day and they never say christmas game at all which was interesting so i wonder if this was i wonder if tolkien does christmas day or something but i think um, he does christmas yeah yeah because i think this one was based more off that one if i remember correctly but maybe not um but uh and to Jared's thing about the fox. I I totally get why you wouldn't like it, but I really liked it cuz it sounded like it sounded like a fox that he just never uses his voice for humans and it sounded cool. It sounded like he was like <coughs> remembering how to do it. Yeah, like. <coughs> but uh yeah, I really liked that. Um and then last thing I want to say is I love the way Alicia Vikander says lady. It's, it's so wonderful. She's like lady, lady. <laughs>
6: Great. Right. I, so I really enjoyed this.
4: I enjoyed this movie a lot, especially after the second one. Uh definitely agree with the problems you guys have, but I, I really liked it.
5: Also with the fox, I was distracted severely because I just thought of the scene from Antichrist, Jared. Yeah.
3: Hmm. I was actually reigns. I was I I didn't like how she said she just focused on that. And no other word was like that. So I was just like, stop saying that. Right. <laughs> right. Well, Lady.
4: In the story version that I listened to, he the narrator says lady that way, too. So I was like, oh, you're really? probably right. They probably told her, this is the way you say lady, and then she focused on that one word. Any
6: last
0: words on the Green Knight? No. Nope. Read the book.
1: It's a poem.
0: It's true. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Lawyer. <laughs>
1: So why don't we go to our watch list? Who's got like, what do, what do we got? What, what size of watch list do we got? I got six. I think one.
4: I think I have six as well.
1: Holy!
5: I have eleven. Okay. I have oh god! Oh my
1: god! Okay, right. let's go through Thomas first. I'm gonna go to my yeah, bed back here. <laughs> Me. <laughs> yeah, right. let's get. We gotta get through this eleven.
5: Oh, I have seven. Okay, so Christ, uh, I ended up watching The Irishman. <laughs> I just rewatched Ooh. it, I guess. I, I really like that movie. Me too. Uh, I love crime movies. They're just, they're great. Um, if you haven't seen it, just go see it. I don't know what's wrong with you. It's on Netflix. Um, don't have to go anywhere. So after after watching that, I was like, you know what? I really need to watch the greatest crime movies of all time. So I watched The Godfather in part one, part two, and I watched part three. I don't know why I watched part three. <laughs> you didn't watch the um... new
1: version of it?
5: I I well I don't own it cuz you can only uh, like, buy it and I have I seven.
1: have like the 3. Yeah. And it's supposed to be better but I still Not, don't know if yeah. I want to buy it. They say it's still kind of bad but it's better.
5: <laughs> it's better. Yeah. Well I mean have you heard like the original story for like the third one? No. Cuz it it was originally going to be Michael versus Tom. Uh, like the two family, like the two, the two smartest people in the family going head to head, and I was like, that would have been awesome, but they couldn't get Robert Duvall back because uh... they were like dressed, they were like drastically going to underpay him and overpay Al Pacino. He's like, why? I'm I'm an Academy Award winner. I don't have to do that. So yeah, no. <laughs> I I totally get why he didn't come back. Um. So yeah, watch that one, uh, or watch all three of those. So good. Um. Then I, for some reason, I don't know why. Maybe it's because I was in like the crime thing. I rewatched Devil All the Time. Still still a decent movie. Not a a great movie, but still a decent movie. Um, Then I watched, for some reason, I watched Gone Girl. I don't know (laughs) why I was in the mood for a David Fincher movie, but I was like, yeah, crime. Let's keep going with this. Let's keep going with this. Um, So I watched that one. Really good. Really messed up. We'll never ever ever trust uh what's her face? Roseman Pike. <laughs> ever just I will never trust that woman. Um, so I then I watched uh it's a movie called Matewan. It's about the uh the Union strike in Matewan. Uh I wanna say God I forgot where it is, it's in the Ozarks. Um it's about this coal mining town that basically decides to stand up to its uh company and they they try to form a, a union there and just a, a ton of violence breaks out. It's it's a great movie. Uh it's got David uh, what's his last name? He was in Nomad Land or Nomad Land. Um he played uh, her
1: did he play Dave? Yeah Dave.
5: <laughs> yeah he played Dave. Oh <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah uh i love that guy's voice he plays uh crap what's his name
1: david Uh, strathern
5: strathern yeah (laughs) strathern uh he plays a hatfield from like the hatfield mccoy family it's like a real is a real guy and the the final shootout is brutal and it's it's a really good good shootout Mm -hmm. um then after that, I decided to keep going with like the crime Robert De Niro vibe, and I went with the movie called Midnight Run. I don't know if you've ever seen that one. Uh, it's about a bounty hunter that has to get this one certain bounty from, uh, from I think Chicago to New York, and it's just like a bun. It's basically planes, trains, and automobiles, but like serious. <laughs> um, and it kind of has like Jared. What's the one thing we would have been in the cop in the seventies? Cops. Yes. It's like that vibe through that, the entire up. thing. There's even like this crazy like chase through like Amarillo, Texas, which I think is hilarious. Uh that's like almost almost like Blues Brothers type of like chase where like all these cop cars get wrecked in like the dunes and like the uh the offshoots. It's great. Um it was a dumb movie, but I was like, this is great. Keep going, keep going with this vibe. I love this. Um then I decided to, to watch a movie that made me curl up in a ball and cry called it such a beautiful day. Um, It's this little tiny animated film about uh, a guy named bill and about basically his life is. in. Yeah. Is it
1: like stick figures? Yeah. Yeah.
5: Stick figure drawings. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, This movie is fantastic. Um, Basically makes you question your existence on why you're here. And focusing on the moments of each each day, um, like I was almost I was almost in tears by the end of this movie. It's was, it was fantastic. and it's only an hour long. It's such a it's such a cool. It's it's such a cool concept because he took basically three short films that he made and made one feature. Oh yeah,
3: that the, that was um, the one that was done by that guy that made those rejected cartoons. Oh yeah, yeah,
5: exactly. He has one part uh, like the my. That part, he has one reminiscent of that, where it's like this guy with a fish head with a pipe through him, and like the water's coming out. The pipe is leaking. (laughs) The
6: pipe is leaking.
5: Oh, I gotta watch that now that I know that's him. It's so it's on it's on my Criterion channel. I've been trying to find it, but I couldn't. Well, it's on Criterion. Come over and watch it. Oh well, there you go. Um, and then the last one I watched was one I watched like the night of came out of the movie of green knight i watched the 1980 epic excalibur which is just like the worst best movie ever because the acting is like not very good the production design is confusing it's so weird yeah (laughs) it's so weird but it's so much fun because everybody's like hamming it up to like 11 and this was this was uh, i think liam neeson's first real movie um He's yeah. super young. Everybody's young in this. Killian Hines, the guy that played uh, Steppenwolf in Justice League, he's in it because it was an Irish production team making a British film. Patrick Stewart, Patrick Stewart did this movie too. yeah, uh, yeah. Um, Everyone's armors just like like this, yeah. <laughs> they're so like weird. they look they look like they look like the first Dragon Age game where they're like they're wearing like obviously like three hundred pounds of armor. Um... It's it's such a weird movie and it's so awesome. Helen Mirren's so hot in this. Um, It's shut up. Uh, It's it's such a it's such a fun movie. Like the guy that played Merlin. I swear to God, they're just like you know what? It's like Jim Carrey and uh, oh screw it. It's like Jim Carrey basically was playing Merlin. It it is awesome down for that I, it, it's just such a good movie it's such a it's such a mind screw of a movie um like even the ending is like bonkers but it, it's just man it's good it's such a good movie i love this movie i watch this movie on tcm uh like at 11 o'clock at night and my dad walks in he's like what are you watching i'm like excalibur he's like oh it's a good movie And like walks out because <laughs> it's, it's not for kids either man there's a ton of sex and a ton of gore and blood oh my there's a lot of blood in this movie like it's pretty hardcore um yeah go watch this movie this movie's fantastic so that's my watch list i for some reason i watched a ton of movies this like past two weeks i have no idea what got into me it's like crime crime got to me guys so you're, you're, you're about to go rob a bank and you were like no i'll just watch yep. the movie and
6: let that get it out yeah well, you if watch, I was going to rob lucky. a bank,
5: I'd ask Michael. Because so, well, Michael would be down for a heist.
1: Ask Michael what he watched. Is...
5: <laughs> What'd you watch, Michael?
2: I think I only watched one. Alex, what are you doing with your mic over there? What are you doing?
4: Some of us a weird noise.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it is? Yeah, it was going, <laughs> watch it, watch it, watch
0: this It might be the ceiling
4: fan. I don't know. I don't think so.
0: It's if he pulls it. it's every time his headphones it, it's off it. of his computer, I don't hear it.
1: It's fine now. Anyway,
0: uh, yeah,
2: I think I only watched one. I don't remember what it was. Or, no, I don't remember. What, I, I don't remember. I watched another one. Um, <laughs> Thomas, you froze. You're just smiling. Anyway, <laughs> um, I watched Into the Woods, which is a musical from like 2014, I believe. Uh, and everyone hated this movie, and I don't understand yeah. why. It's a good movie. I don't get why. Like I, I, I never watched it because I like musicals a lot. I was, I was packing because we were getting ready to move, and uh, she just throws something on and I don't care because I was gonna watch. For some reason, I gonna watch *Beauty and the Beast* sounded really good, like the live action one. And I was like, yeah, I'll just, cause I was just flying through Disney Plus, and I wanted to watch a musical. Yeah. And then, um, anyway, I went to uh, that. I saw that anyway, and turned it on. This movie's great. It's like a, it's, it's an amalgamation of a bunch of like fairy tale stories. Like you got *James*, uh, not *James Giant Peach*. *Jack and the yeah. Beanstalk* uh Cinderella uh Rapunzel, uh, little Red Riding Hood and some others Anyway, Bad hey wolf and yeah, so so they take it all, and they like make this weird little quirky story out of it, but like I heard that the- mu- people don't like the music, the music's great, like uh Chris Pine and this other guy have the best duet, I think to and no any other two men have never made me laugh and enjoy a scene so more than these two guys on this waterfall man it was the funniest freaking thing on the <laughs> planet dude because he plays the this... sing, sing it with me Michael sing it with me I don't know the words Agony. that well <laughs> dude it's like Chris Pine plays the dopiest like prince of... oh my god this movie's hilarious and has a lot of it has uh what's James Corden, Meryl Streep Johnny Depp's in it as the world as the wolf um I don't know Emily, Emily, Blunt. Emily Blunt oh my god Take my heart away. She's amazing in, that. Uh, she's amazing in everything. Anyway, it was it's a really great movie. I think everyone should watch the movie and rethink their lives if they didn't
5: like it. I love Meryl Streep in that because she's just she, like, she's I'm just going to go for this. this man. Like,
2: she's she's so great. Good. And it's so
5: bonkers. Especially man. the
0: beans.
2: <laughs> it's just an absolutely absurd musical. I loved it.
5: Jared,
0: uh, Jared, were
3: you with me when I watched that? No, I've never seen it.
5: It's by Steven Sondheim. It's the same guy that did Sweeney Todd. Yeah, dude, that's oh. another thing
2: because you get Johnny Depp singing. I haven't heard Johnny Depp sing since Sweeney Todd, and I was like, yes, he's being all—he's super creepy and very inappropriate to this little girl. But it's—it's <laughs> it's yeah. great, man. Ah, oh, I wish he was in it a little bit more, but it's great. Um, yeah, go ahead, Joseph. You can go for it. You can go next.
1: Okay, I'll go. Uh, I tried to get into the mind this time, and I failed. Some no, oh, dang. um, nah, it's okay. The first one I watched is Irrational Man. It was with Joaquin Phoenix and Emma Stone. Um, it's a Woody Allen film, um, but it's like a crime kind of film, so it's it's kind of weird. Um, it's very talkative, like all Woody Allen movies is. Um, so basically, it's this Joaquin Phoenix is this guy. He's a professor. He's very depressed. He's suicidal. Um, he just doesn't think life's worth living. Um, and until he overhears this family having trouble with this corrupt judge, and he decides, hey, I'm going to kill this judge, and that kind of gives purpose to his life. Um, and, of course, it doesn't go very good for him, because you probably shouldn't kill people to make yourself feel better. So um, <laughs> uh, that was Irrational Man. Pretty interesting movie. Um, I know Woody Allen's kind of a terrible monster guy, but he does make movies that are interesting. <laughs> um, the next movie I watched was The Night Listener with Robin Williams. It's based on a real story. Um basically this guy kind of finds, falls for a hoax. Maybe he doesn't know if this um he's a radio personality and he like he gets told this story from this boy um who like went through this like he was kept in like a sex dungeon pretty much and like so he tells him the story. And Robin Williams, like, tells it on his radio show. But it comes to... He just comes to find out that maybe the kid isn't telling the truth or something weird going on about this story. Um It was okay. It's just that I already knew the story, so it kind of, like, lost its, like, I don't know, surprise at the end, I guess you would say. Um, But if you don't know the story, maybe you would like it better. Um and then the next movie I watched was called Enemy from Denis Villeneuve. Um, oh yeah, <laughs> wow. this movie was like uh, say you know why uh,
5: I'm cringing. Joseph. <laughs> you know why?
1: Yeah, oh, because of you. Yeah. <laughs> um. So this movie is like Fight Club meets Eyes Wide Shut kind of. Um. It's uh, it's just crazy. It's a crazy movie. Um, you don't know where it's going, which is the good part about it. Um, you don't know, like, you just don't know what's going on. Like this guy, does he live in a post-apocalyptic world? It kind of looks like it because everything's yellow, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's Jake Gyllenhaal. Uh, um, he's Jake Gyllenhaal is always great. Um, it, I don't want to give too much away from this movie. Cause I have a feeling some of you guys might watch it. Um, it's, this movie is supposed to have one of the scariest endings, like of all time. And I think Thomas was probably scared at this ending. I was just like, "What the heck?" And I was like, "What the heck? What did this movie mean?" I had to go like read. I had to do some research to figure out what the <laughs> heck this movie was trying to say. I actually think Jake Jake all has the best interpretation of this movie. So if you guys go watch <laughs> it, uh, definitely read what he says about it. What movie was this? This is Enemy. Um, Enemy. um, I think his take was even better than directors. Like, the directors I read, I was like, what the heck are you talking about, um, um, man?
0: I just remember,
5: sorry, I I watched it on my phone, like in my (laughs) bed. And when that part came out, I was like, like uh, I, I couldn't
1: handle that. I was like, mm <laughs> No. Um, and then, next movie is a movie that I was upset that Jared beat me to, but I did watch it. It was uh Beyond the Black Rainbow. Um it's a Canadian sci-fi horror movie. Um, it's like Jared described it like a what do you like a synth wave video, which it totally is. Um
3: Did you open your mind's eye and go on a journey into the universe, Joseph? This movie is basically, like, what it'd be like, what I would
1: think, like, trying to watch a movie on acid would be like. (laughs) Until the end. The end is so weird. It's it's like, oh, that's how it ended. (laughs) It's It's just like... It's so weird, and then it's like normal at the end. I'm like, oh,
3: okay. <laughs> there's a couple like uh, striking uh, scenes, like when she, when um she's in that room, and there's a person in that room. Oh yeah, is, yeah. That was then, pretty. Like, oh. <laughs> and then uh, when you see what's under that mask or helmet. Oh yeah. It, it, it has like a it's
1: it has like this weird Daft Punk video in the mix. It's just, it's like okay, robots are here. It's like okay, Um, did you watch? There's actually something after the credits. Did you watch that? I I think I did, but I forget. It's nothing big. It's just, it's it's nothing worth remembering. So. And I did watch A Silent Voice, which thanks a lot, guys, because this is like freaking Pixar on steroids. <laughs> <laughs> this movie makes you feel stupid, just like stupid
3: feels the whole time <laughs> you're watching this movie. It doesn't stop; it's so yeah. Amazing.
1: The, all, the weirdest thing is I didn't have like a big emotional reaction to the part. I think I should have, you know, the part with the fireworks. Oh, um, yeah. I was just like mad at the guys. Like, get out, run, you stupid idiot. Why <laughs> don't you run? And then he like trips over to the table, and I was like all angry at him. But I can't even like. What, what
5: did I tell you, though? Like, this movie yeah. needed to come with like a warning because yeah. I was not prepared you at all.
1: Treat your friends like this. This is not good. But
5: You can <laughs> <I know>. either <laughs> watch this
2: again because I'm the same. I don't remember having a reaction like this at all to it. I, I remember uh, thinking it was really good. I was good, like almost
4: crying. But I don't really remember almost anything about it. And yeah. I don't remember it being that sad. But maybe I'm just, I don't know. All right. I really I'll know. say. It's, that it's
5: sad. It's just. Yeah. Yeah. It,
1: yeah. It's just like goes through a lot of like different emotions. what do you watch? Did yeah. you watch yeah. English? Or... I did watch it in English. I watched it dubbed. I don't remember where watched
5: it. We watched it. English don't... is really good. We watched it
1: dubbed. Uh,
5: it. Yeah. Pretty sure.
1: I remember, what was I gonna say? Oh, I was really confused in the movie though because, like, at first I thought he had a mom, but it wasn't a mom, it was a sister. Oh, yeah, and yeah. I thought that his sister had a baby, but it wasn't her baby, it was a grandpa. Yeah. So I was like, why do yeah. you have to reach the end to figure out this lady's <laughs> so, <laughs> so,
5: Where do you belong?
1: <laughs> what is, is
5: kind of weird though is that it like progresses like steadily yeah, to learn yeah. more about her, like. Oh, oh it's like a oh, mystery oh. deepens were. <laughs> <laughs> well she's like goodbye honey I'm just like is she a lesbian <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh man okay. and then finally I watched News of the World with uh, Tom Hanks it's a western it was pretty interesting it was about this guy who like goes to town to town to read the news which I think is that's Did like you say a, a town cool. twice town to town <laughs> town to town, <laughs> town, town. town. <laughs> Basically so he's like the former like the internet back then or whatever this guy comes in <laughs> town and reads you the news um anyway he like finds a little girl um who's been like kidnapped twice or something like that so he's gotta gotta find this kid some family and <laughs> so it, was, it was pretty good i liked it um so next we will go to alex and his seven
4: I was actually wrong. I have six. Do you still want okay. to go with me? <laughs>
1: yeah,
4: why not? <laughs> okay. My God. Um, you lied. Alright, so uh, on to plug Jared's anime podcast uh, recently, we talked about how that I hadn't seen the Demon Slayer movie, so I went ahead and watched that. And uh, it's been a while since I've watched the show, like probably a year or two? I don't remember. But uh, it was really good. Like, I was kind of shocked at how fun it was. And uh, that show is worth watching alone just off the animation. It's just the colors, everything is just so good. Uh, but yeah, this movie was it was very, very good. Like, It's called The Demon Slayer Mugen Train. So if you've watched the show, I recommend it. Um, second, I, wa- I watched Seven, guys. Oh, hey. I now oh, understand yeah. the reference of what's in the box. <laughs> um, uh, so... Michael, you haven't, still so, so haven't seen this, right? Did you watch it when I... I... saw it with Johnny years and years and years ago. I don't remember oh, okay, really okay. anything about it. Well, I'm not going to necessarily spoil anything, but th- there for a while, I thought Gwyneth Paltrow's character had something to do with the like murders. And like... Because I was like... She, she was like... She, it showed how uncomfortable she was in the city, and she was talking to... Uh, Morgan Freeman's character and there was something about her I was like why are they focusing on her anyway you find out later but um, and I'm not really sure how convincing it was and maybe I misunderstood this but that she was Envy in the end mm. that was like that was
5: the last he, one I was he, like, was envy. he was, yeah, he was he Envy was no
4: no no he,
2: he
5: wanted to become Wrath oh yeah that's yeah, true. No, 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 right no 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 he wanted to become wrath. He John Doe was envy because he was envious of what Brad Pitt had, John Doe, like the
4: the Kevin, Kevin Spacey's character. character, yeah, yeah. yeah. he so, was oh, envy so He was envy himself.
5: Yeah. He was envy. And Brad Pitt's character was wrath. What was he envious of about again? Of his life, okay. Of his perfect okay, little makes... house, perfect little wife, and his per and her perfect little head.
4: Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, I thought that whenever he, I thought that she, maybe she was envied because she envied other like people that didn't live in the city because she didn't want to live in the city. That makes way more sense. That's way cooler. Okay, <laughs> that dude. That I think mean, it's funny I...
5: that we all. I think it's funny that we all referenced the David Fincher film today because we had Fight Club, oh. Gone Girl, and Now Seven. <laughs> yeah, I guess I don't count.
1: I an outro movie.
5: Yeah, yeah right. go watch a movie, Michael. Go watch Zodiac. Oh, I-, I was moving. I don't know what this kid was doing while we were it's moving, terrible but terrible. <laughs>
1: did you like Saving? I forgot the. I was
5: it,
4: yeah very good. Like wait, it was 1995, mm-hmm. and this movie like visually still looks really good. Like there's that shot where the whole the whole last of the movie is freaking yeah. awesome. Whenever yeah. he's in the cop car and they show the the shot through the grating, like the gate that in between them, and it shows like the Kevin grill. Spacey's eyes as he's talking, and I'm like. God, these shots are so good. Um, and Brad Pitt, Brad Pitt is so funny because he's he's hit or miss. He can be terrible and he can be great, but he's always charming no matter what. Even the things he's bad in, like I, I've always thought that in Interviewing the Vampire, he's pretty bad in that movie, but he's very charming. And um, I love that movie. I just think that he's not very good at acting in that movie. But uh, but God, he's so good in this movie. Of course, Morgan Freeman's great. Um, and I love the whole seven deadly sins like theme yeah. of everything, and oh
5: man, it was, it was really good, dude. Kevin Spacey, like that that moment when he walks into the police station, he's just like that yeah. with his fingers. I was like, oh
6: my
4: god, yeah, he's just <laughs> play, he's just playing with them, and yeah, I still think that he was a little jacked
6: dram- Oh he was, yeah. very,
4: he was very dramatic about like. The, how he was going to change the world i was like all right people are going to probably read about this and be like that was crazy
0: yeah but <laughs> but you know people tend
4: people of that nature tend to think that they're going to change the world so yeah, um, true crime podcast alex exactly exactly he's he's right if it wasn't 1995 if it was now he might have been a lot more famous and maybe change the world but but podcasts weren't i think 1995 <laughs> so as far as i know um yeah. Uh, ne- ne- and then the next one I watched was uh, I went over to Thomas's and we watched The Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. So I've now completed the Dollar Trilogy. Such a great movie. Very different from the first two. Uh, way more fun than the first two. It's like more buddy cop kind of with him and uh, I don't, do you remember the name of that character, Thomas?
5: Uh, I almost said Chancho. <laughs> Chancho. Tu- uh, Tuco. Yeah. Yeah, it made me wonder if uh Breaking Bad, if Vince
4: Gilligan, because he's a fan of like westerns, if he named Tuco Salamanca and Breaking Bad after this Tuco, even though they're Maybe. nothing the same. Maybe, but uh, but yeah, very uh, God, nothing. I said it last time. I nothing. No one has ever looked cooler than Clint Eastwood with that poncho. Nobody has ever looked cooler. Nobody ever will look cooler. He's oh, and he, and the the bummer about this movie is he doesn't put it on until the very end, which made me wonder if this is a prequel of the other two, but uh. Or if he just gets it back somehow, I don't know. Very good movie, very fun. We had a blast. Um, it was fun. We did. We had a lot of fun watching it together. Um. Then the next movie I watched, I, I watched, that. I borrowed uh, from Thomas. I watched The Wolf of Snow Hollow. So I watched oh, that. Yeah. I think this movie is good, but I I'm not sure. Like the trailer made it look like a like a Hot Fuzz I, I like had... comedy, like a dark comedy. And it, it looks so yeah. fun and cool. And then when you watch it, it's like not really that at all. Like there, there, there. The lines that are funny are straight from the trailer, and that's pretty much, pretty much it. Like there's that one trailer, or the, that one line where uh, the guy, the 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 his dad, in the trailer says uh, he's like uh, I would pray, but you know, the lawyers won't let us do that anymore or something <laughs> like it, that. It. Yeah, it was, <laughs> I thought that was really funny. But yeah, the, I think I just went in expecting something else. And not that what I saw was bad because it, it's kind of cool where like there's this murder and it has this kind of like dark comedy feel. But then the whole movie pretty much is about this main character's like midlife mental crisis. Like he's just having a breakdown. Yeah. And it ends kind I, of I, where... I, love,
5: I love this scene in like in the, the parking lot where they discover the other body. And he's just trying like they're doing like that circle shot where he keeps talking to people but nothing's going right. Yeah. And he just has like that small, like just like breakdown right there. I'm like, this scene's yeah. amazing.
4: Well, because for the rest of you, there's these murders that keep happening, and the everyone in town, it's a small town and like can't remember where, but and everyone's blaming it on a werewolf. Everyone thinks it's a werewolf because there's like werewolf fa- paw prints and all this stuff. And he's like, gosh, that's not a werewolf! And he's like freaking out the whole movie. <laughs> and uh, but then the end is kind of like weirdly like pensive and somber. somber yeah it's it's interesting it's not a bad movie at all i liked it but i think i was
3: expecting something else
5: um i, I anyway. got that movie for like five dollars and it was such a shock i'm just like i was not expecting whatever this was this was yeah. a great deal for five bucks
4: yeah yeah it's a, it's a good movie um after that i was still on a high from uh western so i just want to continue down that so i watched uh hell or high water oh. which is a more modern-ish western with yeah. uh Jeff Bridges. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, Chris, Chris Pine. Pine. Chris Pine. Yeah, Chris Pine. And, uh, and also Ben Foster.
3: Yeah.
4: Let me tell you guys something. There are actors that are awesome, like Hugh Jackman and everything. But, man, there are actors that, dem- like, they command your attention. Like, they demand it. And Ben Foster, everything he's in, he demands it. It's like, man, I don't ever want to watch an interview with him because – I worry that'll take me out of the movie, and I'll see him because I don't. In every movie he's in, I'm like, "You are." He always plays a character Ex- that's...
1: except for X Men: The Last Stand.
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: He plays Archangel. Yeah,
4: an yeah. yeah <laughs> It's Terrible. Yeah, I kind of like X Men: Last Stand, so I can't talk. But, um, but man, I totally forgot he played that. Um, that ruins but, like, it, doesn't it? <laughs> well, no. Yeah. I, it's just a different character, but he yeah, kind of runs it um, <laughs> he, like, in every role that I've seen him. in I guess besides that, it's like he always plays this like. Like, dude, that is about to lose it, like he's on the edge, yeah. he's very individual, he's super, super unstable. <laughs> like, yeah, like I'm like and in this movie, particularly he is like you can tell he is chaos and he is basically just looking for a way to die by not killing himself he's yeah. just like and man i believe it i, I totally buy it he is he, again he just commands your attention on everything i've ever seen him in um
5: but besides that the Boy, movies great. take there are 10 of me the movie there's,
1: there's a bank in that movie like the one they rob yeah and it always reminds me of the little bank that i drive through when i'm going to lubbock there's yeah. like this little town with this well, bank, and I'm like, Are they robbed that bank. <laughs> well, it's, it takes place in West Texas. Yeah, yeah like it, that, that I mean, is where it is. Found a lot of it in New Mexico too. So yeah, I, yeah. they mentioned Dude, Lubbock like
4: <laughs> They mentioned Lubbock like six times in the movie. They're like, like, oh yeah, I should have just head back to Lubbock or whatever. And yeah, and uh, yeah, they, well, well, it's because to-
5: it's because we have a ranger station here. Yeah. And they go to post
4: near the end of the game, like because that's like the last. Because Chris Pine and Ben Foster are brothers, and they rob banks, and you kind of find out why. But they're not robbing banks in like the -the over-the-top way where they say like Jeff Bridges is the like detective. And God, he's so good in this movie. But he plays the detective guy that's like these guys are smart. Like they're not robbing the safe. They're not going to get the blue ink any like any of that money. They're robbing just tills. They're getting small but moderate amounts of money. And they're doing it in small towns where there's like no chance that they're really going to really get, you know, caught, I guess. But anyway, it, it, I'm not sure how I feel about the ending. It's a little bit like, I don't know. But anyway, I don't want to ruin it for anyone. But it's a, it's a good ending. It's just, I don't know. But anyway, so uh, last movie, uh, again, sticking with the Westerns, I watched Hostels, which I've been wanting. Oh, I yeah. remember watch oh, yeah. it. I watched that trailer in theaters and thought it looked so awesome and I was going to go see it and I never did. And I
1: totally forgot about it. Christian Bale, right? Yes. Oh,
4: yeah. And, and Rosamund Pike. And, West Duty. and That uh, is
1: one of the most bleakest movies I've ever seen. Yeah.
4: <laughs> it's uh, uh, Thomas reminded There's me of an it. Opener. And uh, yeah, Thomas reminded me of it. And I was like, oh, yeah, I totally forgot about this movie. And uh, speaking of Ben Foster, he's in that briefly. Um, but. This movie is so good, like it's just it, it, everyone's acting like Christian Bale. I just really like him. I like he's like Hugh Jackman, where I just connect to his performances, they're always like because he's like this war hardened guy that's just like he's he at the beginning of the movie he hates Native Americans and is like all about gonna kill them all. And like, and then uh, and then he's like, but then he switches whenever uh, because Rosamund Pike's I don't want to spoil it, but but she's kind of in a desperate state in the movie. And like, he switches like so well from like super cruel guy to just like really gentle. And there's something about that with like really like harsh people that when they switch to that, it's like extra soft and it's, it's very interesting, but uh, he does it really well. Man, Rosamund Pike, everyone in this movie is so, so good. But yeah, it's like, and, and also this movie does a really good job about when people die in this movie, because a lot of people die in this movie it like hits even for characters that you don't even really care or know that well, like you feel it like everyone. Yeah. It, it, it sucks, but, uh, what What, was Timothy Chalamet in that movie? Yes. Yeah. He played a French person. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I thought I remembered that. Yeah. He was, he was really good in it. Um, yeah, but, uh, I, for some reason, I think it was because we moved this weekend. I was super tired, so I fell asleep. I had to watch this movie in like three different sittings, like three nights in a row. Um, but I finally finished it before this podcast. And um, yeah, it's a phenomenal movie. Shot beautifully, acted beautifully. story's really, really good. It's kind of like just a kind of like uh, Remembering the Titans kind of thing where it's just like an overcoming of prejudice. And uh, it just kind of shows that like if you're just around these people you hate and long enough, you'll probably be fine. <laughs> You'll probably be okay with each other. Um anyway, that's it. Sorry, that I went forever. Uh Jared.
3: Okay, I don't list. I don't have a theme like you guys did. It's kind of all over the place. Um the first movie I watched was Ghost Rider with uh Ian McGregor. Oh. And oh, I thought you were Cage talking about Nicholas Cage. <laughs> <laughs> no, <I> was like, <laughs> Cage was the theme. <laughs> um, Cage. <laughs> This is a pretty good movie. I I I love everything you and McGregor does and um it's a good little mystery and it's like political intrigue kind of thing. Uh don't have much to say cuz it's been a while since I watched it, <laughs> but I really liked it. Um the next thing I watched was a movie that I wanted to watch in theaters but never got to cuz Joseph if he doesn't want to see the movie in theaters, we don't see it. Um <laughs> So I I finally watched Bohemian Rhapsody. Um oh. What's it pretty on? good? Uh, it's on Hulu. Oh. um it's a pretty good movie. I don't like it as much as like Rocket because it came out around the same time. yeah, um I don't really like uh what is his name Remy Malik's performance. I mean, it's really? okay, but it's just kind of like kind of just mumbling the whole time, and then I just didn't really connect. Um, but I love Queen, and you get to hear their songs. It's really cool. Um, the next movie I watched also on Hulu is called The Alchemist's Cookbook, which is about this dude that lives in... Or, oh, yeah. He's just out in the forest doing his thing, and he's with his cat, uh, Casper, and while he's out in the forest, he has this book of alchemy, and he's just practicing alchemy. Oh.
6: Um
3: The only thing is that he um, he has some kind of like uh, mental condition, so he's... Not all there. And so he has this friend that brings him like groceries every once in a while and his meds. And this time he forgets uh, his meds. So he's slowly unhinging. And um, at one point, his friend comes back because he's running from the law. And he's like, I'm going to stay here. And he's like, No, you're not. They're going to find me and you're not staying here. And he actually pulls a knife on him and then he's like, his friend gets like he's like, "Are you kidding me? i have been doing all this stuff for you, and um, you're actually gonna pull a knife on me?" And he's like, "Well, you know what? I'm I'm finally gonna do it. I'm gonna summon this demon, and um, and he's gonna do everything for me." And so, uh, he actually does, and um, the rest is just him being kind of like confronting that demon. It's pretty good. Um, not it's like a solid like. Six and a half, but I, I, I enjoyed it. Um, guys, I watched Space Jam 2. Oh, no! Um, oh, no! It, it was not as bad as I thought. I kind of, yeah. there's some parts that I, I laugh pretty, pretty hard. It's a pretty hearty laugh. Um, <laughs> so, so you, um, the characters actually remember their um, meeting with Michael Jordan. And uh, the game they play with the monsters, <laughs> and um, there's this part where he you you think he's actually gonna come back and like have a part, and oh. it's like a great it's a great it's a great scene. And then um, the whole beginning, I'm like, man, Jules is just gonna hate this if he ever sees it. Um, it's just like uh, LeBron love, and then <laughs> like um, his whole story is like i don't know anything about sports or like basketball so i don't know if this is the kind of player he is but um growing up he he was taught fundamentals that's the most important thing in basketball and i was like isn't that like how he plays joseph and joseph's like no he doesn't even know how to play real basketball. (laughs) (laughs) so i was like man you're gonna hate this and then um
4: that can't be right joseph like He has to know how to play
1: basketball. He's really. They have to change the rules because he can't dribble.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Huh. I I don't want to get into this. Any sports podcast. (laughs) I would love to hear that podcast, but. um, That's good sports. And, uh, (laughs) you just me talking.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back to another week of me yelling about LeBron James. (laughs)
3: But in I'd listen to that. But in the um I would too. Um in the movie his son is like making his own video game by himself. And um it's basically like uh NBA jam, but like neon NBA jam. Like a like you remember those old like um three sixty arcade games that they would put out on the marketplace? It's very much like that. Looks stupid. Um <laughs> Kid Gamer sucks. Yeah, it it's just I didn't like the kid character. If it was just LeBron, if it was exactly the same as Space Jam, I think I'd liked it I would have liked it more. <laughs> um, but I I honestly didn't hate it. I kind of it's kind of enjoyable. It was a little too long. It was like an hour and a half. It did not need to be that long. <laughs> and the whole criticism of like how there's like clockwork orange, char- clockwork orange characters in the background in this kids movie is kind of uh, kind of weird. Weird? Yeah. <laughs> And when you see it, you're like, yeah, that, that doesn't look right. <laughs> um, <laughs> actual rapist, a child murderer. <laughs> and then um when we were watching the trailers, I said like how the 3D looked better than the 2D animation. Yeah. I completely switched over. Yeah. The 2D looks a lot better. Except for on LeBron, it's just like a weird, like it doesn't look quite like him. It looks like enough like him. Right. But like all the Laney teens look like really good. But yeah, I'd say just give it a chance if you have some extra time. (laughs) I actually
4: actually thought about watching it, but I didn't get around to it. I totally forgot about it.
3: (laughs) The next movie I watched um, was a movie my mom watched, and she's like, you gotta watch this. And it wasn't a Hallmark movie, so I was like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) So it's a movie called The Book of Henry, and um, it stars that kid from... what is that horror movie we watched, Thomas, when they're in the cabin? Cabin um, in the Woods. No. Uh, the Lodge? The Lodge. That kid? Yeah. Stars him. And he's a good actor. Yeah, that
5: kid's from It. That kid's from It, I think, too, right? Oh, yeah, yeah.
3: He's in there. He's a good actor. Um, Everything I've seen him in, I'm like, I believe his character, and I like it. I like his acting. In this movie... um. I like all the characters and i like the story except for the mom character um who i think is played by nicole kidman hmm. i might be wrong about yeah. that but um just the way the character was written it just she's not she's not a real mom like and i know they're going for like a fun like she's actually the kid and the kids are raising her but it just it doesn't hit It's just like it's she's a terrible character <laughs> written character but um like all the kids stuff is awesome. Um uh I'd i recommend that movie. Uh, the next movie I watched is um Freaky, which is about um and it stars the the reporter girl from Detective Pikachu. Oh nice.
5: And, oh yeah uh, Yeah, she's in Sabrina, right? No, that's not her.
3: And then it also stars Vince Vaughn. So what this is about is that
5: Oh, this
3: girl switches bodies with a serial killer, um, like a Mike Mike, Michael Myers kind of uh, character. And um, it's pretty much just all jokes of like the serial killer and like this tiny little girl's body and like how she's all serious and trying to kill everyone. And no one takes her seriously. But the real real, real, (laughs) um, hilarity is seeing the girl in Vince Vaughn's body. And he's just like running around all like <laughs> like a little girl, and like um, I don't know, it was really good. Um, I really enjoyed that movie. And then, uh the main character,, um, her sister, her name is Shar, which I think Thomas would like. <laughs> because Gundam. does she get revenge? <laughs> yeah, she kind of does <laughs> And then um
5: does she use a bazooka and blow somebody's head off?
3: Like Shar? No. No, um, she's a cop. Um, (laughs) There was a line in it, though, that made me so angry, and I was like, who would write this? Like, honestly, who would ever write this line? So the main character and the mom's downstairs eating breakfast because the mom's just making her breakfast, and um, the sister comes down, and she's like, it smells like an effing Denny's down here, mom. And I was like... Wouldn't that be nice? Just the smell of bacon and like waffles. Denny smells great. What the heck? (laughs) So that completely took me out of the movie. I was,
4: I don't know. Last time I went to Denny's, it was like truly horrible. Oh my god, (laughs) truly terrible. I'm not even a you went to the one here though. Yeah, that's that's true. true.
1: We have some nice Denny's over here you guys can try so <laughs> I also
4: didn't go at the proper time which is like 2 in the morning I went at like oh. in the actual morning so Oh maybe yeah maybe
5: that's why Oh I no I Don't ever go to a waffle house Alex I'm nice I say I don't say that okay. Go to a waffle house but go drunk go drunk <laughs> I like waffle So
3: house. the last movie I watched is You guys know I like messed up movies Last movie yeah. I watched is um called Nine Six Four Pinocchio, which is a Japanese film, and it was recommended to me because it was on someone's like most disturbing movies. Hmm. Uh, it's not dis; uh, it's a little disturbing, but it's more gross. Like it's more like gross visuals, like a lot of blood and a lot of like vomit. Um, basically, I can't really go in that much into the story. It's basically a robot or an android. That was um who's just really mistreated by its owners. Like <laughs> you remember uh you remember that robot on a co tour who doesn't like his owner cause she Oh yeah, because she like oh, loves no. him.
5: <laughs> oh, no. How much does she love you? I'd rather not answer that. So it's a lot of that,
3: and then it just doesn't stop for the poor guy. But this movie it's mostly like just a sad man. It's just a lot of a man going. Oh! <laughs> Did you guys ever watch? Um, have you ever guys have you guys ever seen a uh, Tetsu the Iron Man? It's like uh-uh. that, but with less story huh. and and more noise.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, um,
3: I can't say I kind of liked it because I just like weird like it's almost like a like a a film like a student film it's just weird i liked it i, I it's definitely not for everyone like I, I, mike would hate it <laughs> yeah, alex i don't know how alex would feel it's just i enjoyed it but that's all i watch uh you you would probably like it
1: okay yay <laughs> So, we have come to the end. Do we all agree that Pig was the best movie we saw this time? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's okay. It's unanimous. 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 What oh, was it? It's unanimous. getting late, guys. It's getting hip, late hip, in the park. Yeah. Anonymous. Period. Take us out.
0: Oh, That's good stuff. <laughs> okay.